That's one of my one one of my favorite. As a kid, we had an eight track called Funny Bone Favorites, and that's where I got like the the Witch Doctor song and mm-hmm. all the novelty songs from the fifties and early sixties, like Alley Oop, and mm-hmm. one of my favorites of all time is Stranded in the Jungle by the Cadets. That was on that, uh, and yeah, the Witch Doctor from where he predates the Chipmunks. Does it really? Didn't know that. Yeah, that's the same dude that came up with uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Was It'd the be great. Guy. We could we could totally talk about that if we had our music guy. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And a one, and a two, and a three. Uh, welcome to the squares of the round table, a podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff Bassein, <laughs> and with me today... In our orchestra is the Micah Boyle. <laughs> it's uh, not Lawrence Welk? I don't know. Maybe it is Lawrence Welk. The he bubbles get somewhere. in the way of the equipment. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, that, My well, grandma used to watch like Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. Wow. I wanna fall, I wanna fall. Yeah. Is that where that comes from? I think it does, no. does it? Wow, I mm-hmm. just quoted it. I didn't even know. God, there'd be other people being like, really? How do you do that? Not know who that was. I don't know. I just. Yeah. And the Gen Xers be like, oh, God, you're like so old, bro. Wait, we're Gen Xers. Oh, yeah. That means like the Gen Zs and the millennials. I know who I picked that up from. I picked it up from Robert Williams. Okay. Yeah. And that's where he got his from. Right, probably. Right, he was probably making. Fun. He's probably making, doing a Lawrence Welk, and I'm sitting there doing a Robin Williams, like you know. And I, I knew it was somebody, but I couldn't remember who it was. I didn't remember it was Lawrence Welk. An impression of think... someone's impression. It's like, like when he like no one knew like you know, a really big shoe, really big mm-hmm. shoe. See, but I know it was who Ed that Sullivan. Is. Yeah, right. I did. You do. Yeah, that I know. That that that's something I. Mm-hmm. Would know. You know, it's funny. I wonder how many people younger than us would know who Johnny Carson is at this point. Or even uh, Jay Leno or David Letterman. Have you seen Letterman lately? It looks like a homeless person. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's all like, bald with a with a huge beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he's become? He's become the Indiana guy I always thought he should be. I always <laughs> wonder if he ever become. People in Indiana look like that. I lived in Indiana. I know what that looks like. I've seen those people. <laughs> okay. Or they walk into the Walmart and they look exactly like that. It's like, I think it's kind of one of those where it's like, fuck it, I got lots of money. I don't give a shit. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'll I just got to buy my beer today because they won't sell it on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they don't have to do that anymore. They yeah, got rid of that rule that, finally. Yeah. They, they finally got rid of that rule. They I think it was like, that. Yeah, just in time for COVID is probably why. Probably, yeah. Probably, because could you imagine? We can't figure out how to get no beer. Cause yeah. Started, it's all my Facebook started. memories of all those uh, all the memes about the no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It's like the Joker next to the pile of burning toilet paper saying, I'm only burning my half. Mm. Oh, yes, toilet paper yeah. jokes. I remember when they were funny. Yes. Well, it's funny because the NC2A tournament's back, and so now everybody's like, oh, finally we're back. Everything's back. And I'm like, if you say so, I don't know. Well, I mean, we got a ways to go. It's all still virtual, though, right? Yeah, so, well, you know, it's – I think people think we're we're getting closer to where we need to be, but I think it's – I think we still got a little ways to go. 
We haven't um, reached herd immunity yet, and with more people getting vaccinated, and you got your shot, Ivan got his shot. I haven't got mine yet. I I need to get on a list. I mean, I'm waiting for more of the seniors to get theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who need it more than me because I'm a no. I'm a healthy young it. male. Yeah, you're right. I should. But you I, know I, what? I I I had that same reaction that you did, which was it was like. I want other people to get it first. There are people who are more frontline workers than I am. Mm -hmm. There's all that stuff. And it was funny because I'm like, you know what? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. It took some convincing from some people who were like, go get the shot. I'm like, okay. Um, Yeah, I I should get on the list. I was kind of waiting to find out what the differences were with the J&J and the other one. And the irony was is I probably should have gone and gotten the J&J. So I am waiting on shot number two that I got to take next you know, in the next few weeks, but uh, there's a part of me where I wonder if I shouldn't have taken the J and J shot instead. So that's the thing um, too. Is if I wait, if I wait a little longer, maybe I'll, I'll have a better chance of getting the single one. And speaking of single ones, Ivan, you need to turn that background music down. Hello, hello, Ivan. Ivan, you're yeah. Ivan shows up. Hey, and Ivan has appeared. Hey guys, Steven, hear the phone go off. Ah, well we're live. Well we're not live. Greetings. We're in the middle of the show. Yes. So. How are you today? Doing good. Doing real good. All right. A lot, a lot better than I was the other day. Trust me, you're. A lot better than I was uh, over the last few weeks, but yeah, definitely, definitely a, a marked improvement. Lots, to, lots to talk about. So, uh, but I won't take you away from your conversation. Go on ahead, and I'll just jump in when necessary. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Jivan Ivan, and welcome to Squares at the Round Table. I'm running late, but just don't call me late for dinner. So here I am. <laughs> You've been late for dinner. Yes, I know. Hmm. Okay, hmm. just checking. We're still uh, going to call, call you late, late for dinner. dinner. Well, so, then I'm going to call you late for dinner. But that, but don't call me late for dinner because you know it's not why dinner. podcast. Okay, he's not, was, he's not late. I'm not late. You, if I'm not, he's he's not late for dinner. Got right. It. right. So you, you, do you get it now? Do you dig me? All right. Here we Can go. Can you smell what this rock is cooking? No, <laughs> that's okay. Why I don't really know what I want to. Cooking. What is the rock cooking? Waffles. <laughs> waffles? So the rock is cooking waffles. So he didn't, he didn't invite us? I don't know. Hey, by the way, that Young Rock Show is a trip. What channel is it on? It's on NBC. That it's on Young Network? Rock, okay. Yeah, it's on Network. That Young should, Rock Show is a trip th- for, the, for, the, for all the wrong reasons, which is they do um, – they they have people who do character who do some of the rest the guys who were like the eighties wrestlers. So like so far they've had on there like the junkyard dog, Andre the Giant, and our friend the Iron Sheik. Iron underscore Sheik on Twitter. Yeah. So Iron they've had like somebody playing the Iron Sheik on the show, so it's pretty funny. And it's funny to like see them in the more of a comedy context sort of thing and you know, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's NBC, so it's it's Xfinity, so it should be on demand. I should find that. Yeah, that it's it. Like I said, I'm not going to sit there and say it's really it's it's hysterical. What's funny is is if you know anything about 80s wrestling, 
you're gonna die of I know a thing or two. Right. I grew up you're in gonna... that in the heyday. Right. I was at that same the right age. We all did. Right, but that's the part that makes it really. It's yeah. like for people our age who grew up with pro wrestling of the eighties to watch mm-hmm. some of the things that the junkyard dog is doing, or when Andre sits there and and does something stupid and funny, and you're like, "That's Andre the Giant. He's like a monster." And a... Yeah, you know, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." It's like, but it, it's it, you know, they're, they're, you just sit there. Yeah. And it's like. Although I'm so, I'm sure there's some wrestling nerd somewhere going. That's not Andre the Giant. That's not what he was. We used we used to have a wrestling show on our uh, radio station back in the day. Off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was our. Yeah, that was a. Uh, Who's the a dude show. that ran that? Huh? Who's the dude that ran that show? Brian something, right? I met him maybe like once. Yeah, it was it was Brian. Yeah, in fact, there was one time. Uh, he was in the station the same day I was in the station doing a Saturday, and that was when he had the Off the Top Rope program. And uh, he actually he actually joined me on one of the shows I was doing on Saturday. Uh, I do have a clip of that. I'll have to track it down. Speaking of clips, uh, uh, while you guys are talking, I'm uh, setting up the cart machine because I got some things I'd like to play for our audience tonight. Okay. Uh, due to the uh, due to the uh, the recent discovery of a number of uh, tapes and air checks. I mean, when I was um, in my deepest funk, um, I, uh, I I pulled out a whole. I was going through all of my reel-to-reel tapes, and you know, I have to say that uh, a lot of our um, air checks hold up both in comedy and in context for you know the product of their time, and uh, it, it really got me through a lot of really very strange moments, you know, in the last few weeks. Uh, I, I guess what happened, <clears throat> and, 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 you know, I kind of had a, I guess I had a kind of a meltdown, and um, I just, just too much and just not enough, and uh, it just became that type of a situation where I had to step away and, and, uh, and take care of a lot of things. But now, uh, you know, with things starting to fall in place a little better, and I'm feeling better. And uh, but I have to say, yeah, we we uh, we made some, we made some great contacts back in the day. But then back back around to off the top rope radio, where you know, I mean, he really did talk to some real real biggies for his show. Did he? But, did he actually have people on? Is that what he did? I think he had uh, guests phone in. But they did. But he would have them phone in, right? And, and Maybe not live, but he recorded their conversations and interviews or whatnot. Right, exactly, and, uh, and of course, anything anytime he went to actually go see a wrestling match and everything, he actually kind of got in there and got in close and personal in in some instances, which was pretty amazing for for somebody who was working out of a, a brokerage station, you know, with a thousand watts. But yeah, but they talked to him though, and they they really did. They really the did. The worst have- mistake I ever made was we had a shot. We had a shot at getting people when WrestleMania was in town. Well, yeah. And I, I can't. And they were going to come. I think they were to come in studio, which was yeah. the crazy part. And right. I blew it. And, and the only reason I, it was funny, we didn't, at, at first, I was like, oh, no, no. And then all of a sudden I came back and I was like, wait, 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 wait. You went out with this person. And it kills me to this day because I'm positive. I can't remember who it was. But it was one of the big time WWE divas before she became a big time WWE diva. 
And I want to say, I want to say it was Sable who ended up like selling. Was it? Was it Sable? Shit. It was Sable. That's the meat. That's yeah. What happened? How did how did fall through? I can't remember how it fell through. I think I was annoyed because we didn't get somebody good, and at the time Sable wasn't exactly a big name yet. But I and that was funny because I rethought it again, and I was like, "Wait, can we still get?" And they're like, "No," and I'm like, "Damn." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It kind of fell through the cracks after all was said and done. Right, right. And and I remember something along those lines where something fell through the cracks like that. Um, and it was bad timing. It was one of those words where it was like she hadn't gotten. You know, we were. It was, I was kind of looking at who we got. Like, and and it wasn't somebody. It, she. They were going to give us her and somebody else. And the problem was that somebody else wasn't. Uh, I was a guy wrestler, but it wasn't very somebody any good. Um, and I was too stupid at the time to realize it. And um, yeah, but we just, well, I had nothing to do with stupid. I mean, you weren't. There was a lot of stuff happening at the time, and right. And and and, and for, for well, because Jeff, yeah. you know, we didn't have no idea at the time that certain people were going to get so big. As right. They did. Well. Yeah. So, right. So so it wasn't a matter of just. You know, well, it was. It's funny you say that. Just, we were ignorant of the fact that, uh, that yeah, okay, maybe we should have done that, and mm-hmm. we should have recorded that. We should have, but we just didn't because at the time we didn't think that was going to be a thing, and it ended up being a thing. Right. Well, that, yeah, like I said, it was just bad. It was weird timing, but yeah, it's like I think we could have had Sable in the studio, and I'm like, it's one of those where it's like, damn it, what was I doing, idiot. absolutely idiot she's absolutely hot what what was i doing well um of course you know the 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 shenanigans that were happening over there at the radio station at the time was just that whole uh sensibility where uh it just became that type of a thing you know so i mean had it not been for uh the, the you know upper management it had not been for a lot of other things. It, it, it was due to management. It was a station. No, management? no, it wasn't a management thing. It was a. I was. I, I. I sat there and I was like, I think the other thing was I was scared of bringing her in there with all the freaking, with all the freaking oh, board ops that weren't going to be like, could I help your leg? <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> that's the one thing I always laughed about is like. The male to female, the male to woman ratio of people who worked in brokered radio was always very high male. So it was like, yeah. no, it was a man's post back then because well, it's not even that. But I mean, I always laugh because it's like, like even like in the two thousands when I worked for broker radio and I worked somewhere else, I was just kind of laughing because I'm like, I'm like there'd be a pretty girl. I, I'm, don't get me wrong, pretty girl, but not like earth shattering pretty. And, like, everybody in the station is, like, fawning over this woman like she's the hottest thing, the hottest piece of ass you've ever seen. And I'm like, what, do you want to go hump her leg or something? Like, geez, what the hell? <laughs> well, and yeah, were, we also had some of those broker women that came in, like, on the Greek shows and such, and they would come in. And it was it was bad enough that we had to listen to their soft, you know, sultry voices through our mm-hmm. headphones. But then they would show up and they're dressed to the nines and they're dropping off tapes and you're sitting there, you know, doing the Lenny and Squeaky uh, mofo thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and oh my God, you know, <laughs> now do I feel like an idiot, you know? Well, so. like, 
I get it was funny because I get a lot of I get a lot of comment back from from the other the other people working at the radio station. It was like, well, you go to strip clubs all the time. That's why it doesn't seem to impress with you. I'm like, no, I'm well, just not going to treat her like like fresh yeah. meat. Just, like fresh meat just walked into the freaking building. It's like they're all like, how can I help you? How can I fawn over you some more? You know, I'm like, geez, wow. No, but you you were professional about this, where you know we had slobs that you know just didn't know didn't 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 know uh, female. Yeah, orders. They were all kind of sleazy. Yeah, and just all that type of thing, you know. But we weren't about all that, you know, Jeff. Because we treated it, they, we treated them with the respect that they deserved and everything. But we couldn't, we couldn't uh, rein in what everybody else was doing. You know, you had well, to wait, you know, the rest of these guys. They're like, and like people. well, that's why I always used to laugh because it's like, Fucking oh, well, you down. go to strip clubs, you go to strip clubs. Well, yeah, that's where you do that. That's what you. A, where that's you the do appropriate what setting. Yeah. That's the appropriate setting for what you're doing right now. Right. That's the appropriate setting. You want to ogle and sit there and practically be drooling the entire time? Freaking go to a gentleman's club, for God's sakes. Don't be doing this in the middle. You know, and, and in fairness, the other thing I always used to laugh at is, it's like, look, there are days where you're going to ogle because they're so hot and you're right there and it's unbelievable. Like, I don't think, have I ever told you guys this? I don't know if I told you guys this. So, I can't remember what year it is, but I'm hanging out with John Suntress, who does the Word Balloon Show, okay? And we're out at Wizard World, out at uh, the, the Hyatt, out by, by um, Rosemont. Mm-hmm. And so I get, I get in, so because I'm with John, John gets invited to this party that's in a suite up, in, up, in, up, at, the, up at this Hyatt. And mm-hmm. like when I say a suite, there's like a second floor. There's like a, st- a spiral staircase that goes to the second floor. I have no idea whose place this was. I mean, there were some good-looking con girls there. And then, I don't know why, John Schneider shows up. Oh, yeah, John and you said Schneider. his wife. Yeah, I think you remember tell this, you told me a story about his uh, John Schneider's wife. No, it wasn't his wife. No? He brings in two women, okay? He brings in two women that, like, all of a sudden, like, the con... You know... You go to con. You, you guys have all gone to cons before. You've sh- you yeah. guys have seen like the nerd, the nerd con women where they're really really hot. Like on a scale of one to ten from nerd con hot women. Yeah. The women who the one yeah. the women who were in this room were hot considering nerd con women kind of thing. Okay. Well, like, these like, two came in. Being all those type of women, you know. Right. These yeah. two came in with John Schneider, and they couldn't have been more than in their twenties. And like suddenly it was like, okay, we're back to real world hot. And on a scale of one to ten, these two are like thirty-five. Okay, wow. I mean they're they're like gorgeous, and and they're wearing like the 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 fancy fit jeans. And when I say the fancy fit jeans, the kinds where it's like it hugs every curve, it hugs every crevice of mm-hmm. her butt. I mean, just you're just like, oh my god! I even know it's like I didn't even know they made jeans that do that. Okay, like yeah, yeah. I there's no valentes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let me tell you something. I you look you guys know me. I've seen strippers. I've seen a lot of really hot women. Okay, I've seen a lot of really hot women. These women, they're wearing clothes, and I'm like, oh my god. And the best is, I'm sitting on the couch talking to someone, and they're talking to me. And one of the women, one of these, one of these women has to bet, has to get 
is getting beer. Now the beer is on the is in this mini fridge that's on the floor. So she's got to bend over to bend pick down. up the beer. <laughs> bend over to pick up the beer. I swear to God, I stopped this person in mid sentence. I'm like, okay, you have to stop. I have to watch this. And he goes, what do you? And he looks over. And he goes, oh my. I'm like, yup. <laughs> she's wearing jeans, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Did you ever and find out wearing, who these two girls were? Were they just like I have no idea. Hangers they were just on escorts. They, some, they just yeah. They were I, who knows. They might have been escorts. Mm. I have no idea. They didn't stay long. They were there maybe five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Every con girl was like like had this look of resentment because suddenly like nobody's paying attention to them anymore. Just these two <laughs> girls. Um, that is the only time I can remember where I have been someplace where like. There have been women so hot where it wasn't a strip club, something like that, where it was like, okay, I have to drool and I want to hump that person's leg. That's the only time I can think of where I I was like someplace that wasn't like – you get the idea, okay? Where I wasn't able to like – where I wasn't able to be like, okay, be a gentleman, be under control, all that shit. It's the only time I ever was like, okay? That's the only reason I even brought this story up is because it's like – versus these guys and, and Ivan knows what I'm talking about because he's been he's been in the radio stations too when these women walk in and, and everybody's like yeah, you know they're just like <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know Uncle Pur- they all turn into a bunch of Uncle Purvies be like exactly fucking, oh my god calm down calm fucking down man Jesus you know I mean it's a, yeah it's a woman what you gonna do what you can do? She ain't gonna look at you, man. You know, don't be stupid. You know. Well, and, I mean, look, she might actually look at you if you weren't acting like Uncle Pervy. If you weren't acting like punkin Uncle Pervy, you know, wanting to yeah. walk up there and get a chance to rub up against her ass with your elbow. I mean, come on. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god. Seriously, no, that was that was craziness, man. You know. Well, that's like, what's her name? When when I first started working at, at VVX, and what's her name worked there, Gina. Gina. And, and Gina, and Gina was just hot enough that every guy in the place probably had one of a rub one. Yeah, I'm sorry, but she had a she, she had a she had a mug on her though. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. But the bod was rocking. Yeah, and... the bod was rocking, but man, the face wasn't knocking, man. Nah, because she was like that heavy metal chick. That I think that's yeah, the point. Okay. Okay, I'm doing a digital link, guys. Just give me two seconds. That's fine. But the point being is, see, she had that, that heavy metal chick thing going, which is why it was like, okay, not nearly as bad. I've seen heavy metal chicks not look that way. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like I said, it was always funny because it's like, would you please cover her shit for me? Oh, sure, Gina. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> God. Hell, she got a she got a world of uh, she got a world of uh, work out of me as far as like doing carts and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. She did well. She did that with everybody. Unless you basically figured her out. And then it was like, you were in Siberia, baby. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, but, yeah. So, well. Yeah, so it came down to that whole situation. I, you know, did I ever tell you about the rotten thing Gina Madelon did to me one time? Uh, because upstairs in one of the rooms, uh, I guess someone opened up a spare a spare storage room. And mm-hmm. I get all of BBXs and all of WEF's old, you know, music library. It's like library, library, <laughs> albums and forty five, right? And everything, and then she comes up from behind me, goes, "Oh wow, look at all this!" And then I look at her like, "Okay, yeah," 
And uh, and then she goes, oh, okay, well, you know, you need to do this, this, and this for me. Meanwhile, the following day, I go back up there. She cleaned it out. Okay? And it's just like, didn't leave a stitch of it because it was supposed to be distributed between, you know, a lot of the people over at the radio station. They were supposed to have a crack at it. She just took mm-hmm. off with it. And I was like, dang, greedy much? <laughs> yes. So I just her, kind of, her, yeah, okay, yeah, without question. So that was just like, okay, fine, you know. And then after she came back to me and everything, oh well, you know, they were just so cool and this, this, and then I had a jukebox and blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of looked at her like, yeah, okay, sure thing. And I just let it go after that. But then it was just like, I all of a sudden I just became a little too busy to do her uh, commercials, her drops, and fix up her horrible. Uh, production elements that she had. She would, like, lift all these elements off of, like, VHS tapes. They were all hissy and kind of, you know, kind of muddy and things like that. You could tell it was uh, taken off of a off of a different source and just, like, put on cassette. And then, of course, you know, off of cassettes with the automatic controls. So, basically, the sound went in and out. It was just this, this horrible, this horrible situation. I'm just like, what would she goes, can you make these sound better? And so I'm busy, you know, breaking a sweat over there at EEF, working with the the two tape decks we had over there with everything, which of which the I ones that Chip didn't pawn. Yeah, the one that Chip didn't pawn, you know, that week. <laughs> yeah. So you know what you know what happened to her? Where'd she go? No idea. No. Oh well. Last, who cares? Unless I, mean, I mean, hold on, should I Google her? I got the Googler. Okay, yeah, but I think last I remember she was like still involved with that open road radio for a while, and then she went into some kind of production work. My 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 guesstimate on that. Yeah. Uh, How do you spell it? Is it M A D? This is Radio Formula, fourteen thirty, W E E F, Island Park, Northbrook, Chicago. Now, who was that voice we just heard, Ivan? Okay, well. That was uh, that was that was uh, Mark Sodetz's friends. Who unfortunately, Mark Sodetz was the guy who was working out in Indiana for um, for uh, for the station that you worked for for a while, uh, Jeff. Um, NDZ. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So you know, and that was one of his friends. That is his name escapes me now, but uh, that was the cart that you know worked. You know. Uh, within you know the situation, so I'm still going to collect the. I'm trying to find the rest of the carts. Uh, I'm. I was. I, I know that Chris Begat is still working at Weave, so I'm going to try to get out to him sometime. You know, soon if I can get to nail him down. And I know from what I last remember, last I was there, I don't know they might not be, even be there anymore. But I know that all of the carts we had at Weave are still down there. But I managed to snag a few when I when I uh, was unceremoniously you know released from. You know, weave. So I have a number of things here. Uh, it might give you a big, a big laugh. Hey, hold on! I did find her, by the way, Ivan. What's she doing? What's she doing? Believe it or not, she is still doing that damn show. <laughs> I knew it. Is that was that open road radio? You said still. And here's the best part: I go to go on her page. Warning, danger! You need to go back to safety. So I'm what? not going any further. Like. You know, when, when like, oh, sometimes it's, it, like... It's not a secure site? It's not a secure site, so yeah. I'm not going on there for it. But it's, oh. like, 20... It says here that they've been doing it. It's, like, celebrating our 23rd year on air. Um, 
What stations Air, Calvert? What stations are I don't know. It says it says it says airs Saturdays at eleven oh six a.m. Sleep. Well, that's, it uh, sounds like it's on a time. regular radio like, clock. So, well, maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, six I, after I, the hour, so it has to be like either a streaming radio station, maybe, or she's going. She's going under Gina Woods. I forgot she goes under Gina Woods. She went under Gina Woods back then too. She's yeah. on. She's in LinkedIn. See, the problem with LinkedIn is they can see when you go look at somebody. Open yeah. Road Radio. She's still in Bensonville. Well, she's going to see that I looked. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's been she's been doing that, and then she works. She's got a whole bunch of stuff that she does. I don't know. It's all there. Well, you know that was that that whole situation with uh, with open open row radio and everything like that. I mean, you know, she's just trying to you know put up that whole biker you know slash you know biker club type of feel, rock girl feel, and everything because you know she was she also was in cahoots with Scott Davidson too for a while, mm-hmm. uh, doing that whole you know open you know that whole rebel radio thing. That's, That's another one of the guy well radio guys from the, down down the hall I never met. Sure as hell ain't corporate radio. This is rebel radio. Yeah, of course, you know, until he was unceremoniously uh, kicked out of, uh, <laughs> out, of, out, of <laughs> out of the WE of studios for non-payment for 10 years. I think that's what happened there. Uh, non-payment for 10 years? He was still on the air for 10 years and not having to pay his bills? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you fine? I recently, uh, Ivan uh, just brought this to my attention last week about the previous owner – of of the station uh, like in the 80s when uh Myra and her husband uh, uh Myra Winston and her husband was her name was her name uh-huh. uh they bought the station in the 80s and then Howie bought it just after I showed up and and, and me and Ivan we got there practically about the same time and then yeah, Howie I bought the station in like 96 Howie bought its station and he made a couple hundred thousand uh profit uh, first, sold sell, a sold the station to Polnet Communications. Oh yeah, he, he, so now he made, it's mostly mostly Russian now, I think, right? Well, uh, what 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 um what uh, Polnet does? Okay, they have a number of Polish language programming. Plus, they got a link to the Russians, and then they just kind of hold on to the uh, the fragments of what used to be the OWEF, uh, brokership. Uh, I think, um, there's only like a small number of those shows still on the air. I know Tony who's still paying for the, uh, <laughs> Sunday mornings, but, uh, he's still paying for the, uh, the, the transmission over the internet. He's still, he's still paying for that internet link. The one that he set up, mm-hmm. he's still paying for that. And all, and the radio stations are still using it for, uh, are the are the Greek hours still on? Is it still Greek hours in the morning on yeah, weekdays? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know the whereabouts of uh, Mioritsa. I don't know the whereabouts of Gospel Echo. I don't know the whereabouts of the Baha'i Faith. I don't know the whereabouts of uh, the Romanian radio half hour half hour. Uh, but well, I told you what I told you what happened with the Baha'is, right? That at one point they moved over to WNDZ and that I was running their show. And the guy didn't even recognize me. <laughs> Lucky for you. The guy didn't recognize me. Seriously. <laughs> Thank God. He didn't recognize me. He, he, it was like he didn't put two and two together. He, he's like, you look familiar. I'm like, yeah, I know you from what I you used to be over. And he's like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't put two and two together about the Baha'i comment. No, he didn't. Oh, so. and, and that's, I think that's the only time that, that, uh, that, that, that Mike actually got into some dander about the whole <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Baha'i faith, yeah. You know, that and, uh, of course, the, uh, no, aside from the infamous, you know, show of fame, show of shame, I should say, <laughs> you know. Show of shame. I can't remember which one that one was. Well, but... well, you weren't part of that one, Jeff. I wasn't? Oh, okay. No. You got a part of that because that, uh, that's, it was truly the show of shame. I mean, uh, Howie Levington started uh, a thing called After Hours, of which I found a few air checks from the, ha- from the, from the After Hours. I got a I found one from Chip, you know, from mm-hmm. the book play-in. That was his show. Uh, I found some that Howie was actually on. Uh, I oh, found, God. I found, I found the Rippin' On Me Taz uh, drops, which I'll play tonight. Uh, I, 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 get a, I get a number of things I think that'll, that'll give you a chuckle. And uh, some of the original uh, commercials that I used to play for, um, for uh, you know, for the AM Mayhem show, which that, that was always fun. Uh, oh, and, and guess what, guys? I also found some air checks. I found a production reel that I was doing for Mistress Nicole. Oh, God. <laughs> and Oh, uh, this ought to be amusing. Okay, yeah, so over the next few weeks, I'll, like, you know, dig out a few nibbles here and there and uh, turn everybody on to, you know, so do I'm thinking. Do we want to do this on this show or do we want to do it on News of the Squared? We can just, well, thro- drop a couple of them and see how they go. Yeah, yeah. We'll just yeah. Well, so I got Let's one. See what we got here. I got one here from uh, you know in, in honor of our anniversary that just passed March tenth. You know, John, uh, you know, Mike and I, <clears throat> and uh, this is uh, some characters. In fact, these were the first characters that we ever worked on together. It was Zog and Grog, the two cavemen from Cavemen Radio. Well, I found the uh, the nineteen ninety nine Zog and Grog movie review. <laughs> I think I helped you guys write this one. Maybe. So here, so if you're ready for it, I'll go ahead and pop it on for you. Go for, go for it. This ought to be good. Just, By the way, if you can, if you can get this stuff, if we can figure out a way, like, there's a part of me where it's like, I'll throw. We should throw some of this stuff on on like our pages and shit for fun and put it up on the YouTube channel and shit. Well, I've I've I've, uh, I've already you know sanctioned a piece of the uh, the SoundCloud that I have for the uh, the Jive and Ivan Moonsoul Music Collection. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be putting some of the original shows that are still pieced together, you know, some of the old uh, uh, Planet Music shows, some of the old uh, Roots and Influences shows, some of the AM Mayhem shows that I found. found a bunch of your shows, Mike. You know, I found your End of Summer show from 96. I found your Transformers show. Uh, I found uh, I found some uh, news of the weird, you know, some of our some of our production elements, Jeff. And yeah, there, there's, those... a, there's a there's a music bed that if I remember correctly, the... yeah, didn't we have like a theme that. song for uh, news of the weird? We did. Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. We actually it actually opened up, and now the news of the weird, and then of course it ran underneath. Wow. Right. While Jeff was busy, you know, ripping and running, and I'm busy laughing my full ass off because the shit was just so funny. So anyway, yeah, play the Zog and Grog. Here we go, Zog and Grog. Nineteen. 1990- like enough, Zog and Grog. Now well, you, you went on a tangent, so. Can you hear it okay? Yeah. And this is on a cart, right? 
Me Zog! Big Bug! And now it's time for Summer 99 First Half Movie Wrap-Up. Oh, uh, uh, good. Mm. Movie, very good this year. Very, uh, very, very many good movies this year. Uh, yes. First up, Misa Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars, good. Star mm. Wars, many computer special effects. Uh, what is computer? Uh, computer is like box. It can add things. Oh, uh, can add rocks? <laughs> Yes, computer could add rocks, yes. Oh, computer, good then. Computer, very good. Uh, And Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar, very smart. Me like Jar Jar. Oh, very good. (laughs) His people, very smart. uh. Uh, Star Wars, me give club up. Uh. Next movie, Austin Power 2, Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh. Me not like Austin Power all that much, though. Uh, Me not like as much as first Austin Power. Me agree. It's very funny, but me not fully understand Austin Power. Him walk around saying, Smashing Baby. Smashing Baby? Oh, no. Smash Baby, no. No Smash Baby. No, no, no. Him not do Smashing Baby. He just say Smashing Baby. Oh, no. Smash Baby bad. No uh, Smash Baby. Yeah. Uh. Me agree, but no, no. Not not as funny as First Austin. Awesome no, no. God call him Vinny Krog. Mm, indeed. Uh. <laughs> okay, next movie. South Park. Ah. South Park, very funny. Mm. Me laugh a lot. Oh, too many poopoo words for K-Man Radio. Uh, <laughs> very funny. Me must give club up. Oh, me give club way up. Ah. Uh, what other movie? Uh, movement. Uh, mummy. No, no mummy. Ah. <laughs> okay, next movie, Notting Hill. No, Notting Hill. Nothing? Nothing Hill. Nothing Hill, nothing? No, nothing. No, uh, nothing Hill. Nothing. Nothing at all. Zog confused. Uh, me very confused. It's not pretty woman. No, not at all. No, not very pretty. Uh, <laughs> so, what other movie is there? Oh, big movie of all, well, biggest movie of all the blockbuster. Oh. Uh, greatest movie of all. Oh. Must be. Must be. Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan, very yeah. smart. Yeah. Uh, Tarzan, uh, good. Uh. Yes, Tarzan, good. Yes, Tarzan, too much thing. Tarzan, no much. Yes. Me hear you got bit part in soundtrack. Mm, yes, me sing. Uh, 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 trash cam. Uh, good. Uh, you're very smart. Uh, yes. You, you, you do good music. Uh, uh, good. Good. Do good. Yes. Uh, uh, well, me like swinging trees. Uh, you can give me a good swing. You swing good. You're swinging. You're smashing baby. No, no smash baby. No, me don't club you. Oh, <laughs> me not like being clubbed by you. Me club you. We don't like to smash, baby. Be club you. Ah, you ugly. Ah, we smash you. Ah, we don't like you. Yeah, like you. Like you. No. We like club you. We okay. club you again. Good lord. <laughs> this is stupid shit we put together like on a Sunday afternoon. Hysterical. Yeah. I mean. I- you know, that, that's not the one. That's not the one I thought you were going to play. Oh, the Titanic review. I thought you were going to play the Titanic yeah. review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, he, that was the first one I think we did. This was like a follow up because first yeah, we did like, I, what if like these two cavemen had a radio show and we talked about movies? Well, didn't you guys originally started as Pterodactyl where he would Pterodactyl radio? Talk, yeah, where they would do the where they would do the traffic report and it's like, oh, Pterodactyl <laughs> go poopy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've yet to track that one down. It's around. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It was there that, you know, we were doing the... That's got to be... That's That one's got to be after I ended up downtown, because... That was, that was, they, the, first, that was the first one we did. Mike, uh, uh, that was the first one we did. This was okay. that one for Titanic was the second one we did. This okay. was the last one. Okay. Yeah, this one seemed like a more scripted, a little more structured. 
Well, yeah, because we sat down. We actually worked on this one. I okay. remember working on this with you guys. <laughs> I remember this one. We just flew by the seat of our pants. Well, we, just, well, we sat and we improv it, and then we kind of structured it. And then we recorded it with the music bed, and that was it. So yeah, that is took the best good. bits if out of it. Got, yeah. If you've got it, go ahead, play it. Okay, so yeah, so I gotta find it, and I'll get it. Oh, yeah, come on! He's got to find. We it. set you it. It's like it's like we set him up. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Maybe just uh, find one more, throw it in, and uh, think that'll Did, do for this week. Didn't I do some weird thing with a clown? Oh, there was some. That was like a weird some, bit where I was yeah. like, oh, was a clown oh, yeah. thing. One for you. I got one for you. Okay. Okay. We're going to go ahead and set you up for the holidays. Of course, the holidays, we always had to go ahead and uh, make holiday type, you know, uh, top of the hour carts and stuff. Well, mm. uh, I know one very ingenious man who came up with this. I did a couple more legal IDs, like like one was South Park, and I think I did a couple of King of the Hill ones. Yes, and and I and again, I, I think I got a couple of those on on mini disc here somewhere lying around here. I know I got a, I know I got a bunch of stuff on MD. I know that I transferred, but again, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, that's cool. And let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I got the. Uh, I got the ugly child from uh, Johnny Mercer. Remember uh, how he had me transfer this old, nasty, uh, totally politically incorrect uh, 78. Remember that, Mike? Ugly child? Mm, no, I don't recall. Yeah. Well, let me see. And, of course, what else is there? Let me see. Oh, rip it on me drop. Okay, Taz, Jordan Taz, Lerman, who is now doing big things. But these I'm were sure. The- Okay, yeah, he had, he is he was a step above, man. He was uh he was all over it with the uh... Oh, he 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 had he had all the he had all the uh he had Well, all he had the... all the equipment stuff yeah. too in the house, so it helped that. That helped too. Yeah, it sure did. F yeah. student. Your perfect record will one day disqualify you from all but the hottest and noisiest jobs and constantly in deep report to the principal's office immediately. Jeez, you don't have to tell him all that stuff, man. That's really uncalled for. Damn it, we are trying to produce something here. Fine. Then his hormones. You, you know, you know, you people really piss me off. And then his hormones went wild. My child told me you two were having sex in the school janitor's closet. You know, making babies. Well, now that he's a responsible adult, he can't even hold a job down. You're fired. Oh shh, here he comes. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Hey. Just trying to do my job, you know, the Tasman. Listen to him. A lot of Simpsons uh, drops. Yeah, that was a, a lot, lot of Sim- like uh, clips from The Simpsons. I mean, the guy had a razor sharp uh, production uh, status. I mean, he was so good. He mm-hmm. he actually got a bunch of the commercials for the original uh, AM Mayhem show. He did the stuff. He did the stuff that I didn't do. You know, like with like I did with jo- Judy's uh, Pizzeria or. Uh, <laughs> Beverly Records, my terrible, uh, a terrible, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and drop that one. I'm going to drop you that Judy's Pizzeria commercial that uh, we always make fun of, which (laughs) 
and, and and the thing about it was that I just pulled that off of a an air check that I that I had recorded. So here we go. Something here's, about the clickety clack of those carts, man. Yeah, here's a here's the um, here's the um, uh, the the, um, the the commercial we had for the AM Mayhem, and it also followed us into the early days of the uh, North Shore Rhythm and Roll show uh, for Judy's Pizzeria. Who I'm still in touch with, Jerry. By the way, Jerry Schultz. Yeah, uh, he's currently residing between the Philippines and uh, and Arizona. You know, he's taking care of his parents. Somewhere in between those two places, we're not sure where. Oh no, no, no! He's either in (laughs) in Philippines or he's in Nevada. But yeah, he sold the business a a number of years back, and of course, uh, he used to come over to the building, and we used to hang out. You know, that's that's a whole other that's a whole other story for a whole other night. But here we go. Here is the, the here, here's your chance to make fun of me now at my very worst here Judy's pizza You're having a great time with friends but you're getting hungry May I suggest Judy's pizzeria that's just right. some helium pizza all you got to do is call them at 847-579-8330 or 579-8331 for great double decker pizza that's or- right the toppings, double the crust, double the cheese. This is oh, double speed. You just smell it now. Can you just taste it? Yes, you can. All you got to do is take up Judy Pizzeria, located at 1855 in Garrity Square in Highland Park, where they serve double-decker pizza. Double-decker pizza. Meatball sandwiches. Spaghetti or mozzarella and marinara sauce. Golden spice chicken strips, crisp cut fries, extra helium, and so much more. Call Judy's Pizzeria at eight four seven. We're now doing phone number. Yeah, eight three three zero or five seven nine eight three three one. Hot, fresh, and delicious Judy's Pizza, home to you. That's right, Judy's Pizzeria. What are you doing, shittling Pat Capriati? In Garrity Square, Island Park. Order your hot, fresh, double decker pizza tonight. What is this? Two minute uh, commercial it, about pizza. <laughs> well, like I, well, like it says, it was just I, I said it on the air, and I liked it, so I clipped it. Didn't bother to time it out, so it just it was everything that needed to be said and done. You know, I think I Hi, did that. I'm Ivan Rivera, sounding like Pat Capriati trying to sell you pizza. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you want some, it's a younger you want... Ivan, where he was just like a, a much. Uh, Younger sounding voice. It's like even with like, like Mike Gronga yeah. Zog. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, like, the best, the best is, the best is, it's like, and now I'm gonna talk to you about food like porn, and I'm gonna play <laughs> porn music underneath it too, and it's oh, up and off. It wasn't pornographic music. Wait till I wait till I next week when I play the Mistress Nicole. Um, oh uh, yeah, I imagine that's gonna be. Uh, oh, it's it's saucy as fuck. So here we go. Check it. Okay, and of course, what we had to hear during the course of the day at uh, the radio station, everything drenched in. State Farm, El Nico, Vito Tony In Chicago, where a situation of any type for the automobile, for the life, for your house, ospedale qualsiasi tipo di polizia assicurativa anche per il prestito per comprare una nuova automobile attenzione ed ora anche lease a new car cioè dare una nuova macchina chiamate a Vito Calcini il numero telefonico per formare flashbacks 
573 telefono 889 per la sicurezza di qualsiasi tipo per l'auto la vita per la vostra casa, supplementari di ospedale, qualsiasi tipo di polizia assicurativa, anche per il prestito per comprare una nuova automobile o a Vito Cali, Vito Cali con i nuovi indirizzi 46 44 North Cumberland, ripeto 46 44 North Cumberland, il telefono 889 3626 o 774 2722, Vito Cali State Farm. Mm. Nope. I got State Farm. Vito Kali State Farm. Yeah, that was the guy's name, Vito Kali, and he had a State Farm uh, place. Really? I never would have guessed. Like a good neighbor, Vito Kali is there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Pat Capriati is too. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait till, till I, wait till I uh, dredge up some of the other things. Uh, I did find, like I said, I did find an interview you did, Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. which i found an interview reel, so I got that ready to, uh, to oh, be coming that'll up. Be, that, ought, that ought to be great. That, 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 ought be, that ought to be great. That ought to be great. That'll be, that'll be Jeff. That'll be all the interviews before I actually got any. I actually was any good. Um, <laughs> no, not necessarily. I mean, I, I listened to some of it, and uh, you were pretty solid. I mean, your pacing was a little shaky, but aside from that, you, you kind of I got rid of all the good. My problem is, is I got rid of all the good stuff. I got rid of all the good stuff because I was like, oh, I'm never going to use this stuff. And when we, when we, when I sold the house, I was just like, all right, we're just going to throw this shit out. I'm never going to use it again. I don't have a reason. Do you for have it. any of your old demo tapes when you were like, uh, uh, that's what I getting, threw out. You, oh, you threw out all your demo tapes? I threw out You everything. didn't save any? No, uh, I didn't figure I was I, needy. I didn't uh, need it. I got your, I got your demo, I got your demo, uh, oh, your no. demo set from, uh, from Columbia, Mike. Oh, okay. Well, my yeah, uh, my my uh, the demo tape I made for to try and get me a job at places. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. I thought I kept some of those. Maybe I didn't. Well, then of course, let me see what else I got here. I got Weather Boy. Uh, I got Paul Chimanolo doing That's a Mod, eh? mm. no, uh... thanks. No. <laughs> no. 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 See. Let me see. Batman travel music, police siren, uh, Beverly Records. No, we won't subject you to a whole slot of that. Um, oh, of course, the Macadena, which, of course, underlined Paul Chimanello, some of his commercials. Remember that? And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, here's, here's some more Jordan. Well, I'll just play these last two and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, Jordan, the Joey, the Jordan Howie intro one and the Joey Howie intro two. And so here we go. Back to the talents of Joden Tan. So you, you want to do a radio show here. Well, hey, this is a radio station, so that would make sense now, wouldn't it? Now, what was your name, anyway? Howie Levitan. Okay, let me see if I can get this stuff. I might be able to fit you in somewhere near, uh, actually. Could, could you excuse me just one second? Ah, oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was your name again? Howie Levitan. Okay, Howie. Uh, well, let's, you know what? I think I can fit you in. Uh, sometime in the night slot, yeah, you know, nobody's going to listen, but it's a couple of, oh, could, could you excuse me for just one second here? Oh, I feel so much better now. And what was your name again? Howie Levitan. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what I do? I'm going to stick you in the night slot. It's a good couple hours. You get some practice. Uh, well, nobody's going to be listening, but at least uh, you'll be on the air. What do you think about that? Shang Wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. 
Classy. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually playing these through a Spotmaster, uh, Spotmaster Cartmatic, uh, which mm. previously was previously owned by Tony Monkley. Cartmatic. But I read it's systematic and it's hydromatic. Yeah. Spotomatic. It's fucking cool. Here we go. And here we go. Okay, so this guy wants to be on the radio. Well, who the hell am I to stop him anyway? He's the owner. So I asked him, why did you buy a radio station in the first place? And he replied, how we love it. With this pertinent information, I proceeded to ask him, why do you feel it necessary to have your own radio show? His answer, how we love it. You see what I have to work with. Now, I felt it absolutely necessary to ask him the purpose of the monkey swinging from his ceiling fan. It's like watching flies Realizing that any further questions would get me absolutely nowhere, I decided to give him his own show. And now, Howie Levitin, owner of WEEF, does his own show. Holy Christ, I must be out of my damn mind. Face you're a neo-maxi zoom dweeby. Well, we're not exactly sure what it's going to be about. In just seven days, I can make you a man. Again, neither is he. This is what Howie would sound like as a young kid. Howie Levitin. So, <laughs> stick around. That's the best one. <laughs> That's the best one at the end. <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, he's. Uh, you didn't happen to find. You didn't happen to find the the intro that you guys had for a while, did you? Which one? Which one? I mean, RPM. No, the AMAM one, the one that we like had like all the sound bites and all that crap in it. Uh, the one, the one that supposedly had the one that had cuckoo could chew my ass in it. Uh, cuckoo could chew my ass. Well, I, that I, I remember because I was like, really "Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, that was really Ivan." That's the quote you put for. <laughs> oh yeah, we did do one like yeah, starring Ivan Rivera, and and of course the Mike Edwin one was uh, twice the Baha'i but half the calories. <laughs> Something and, like that. And Jeff and was, was cuckoo like, could chew my ass. Right, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Well, that was our oh, intro uh, cart. Yeah. Well, we had that was with that was with the Manny Alabama track. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, it was very was. cool. Very cool. Thank you for uh, sharing with those. And I think in, uh, from last week about how it's been geez, half my lifetime ago when I started at the Weef and started bringing cheeseburgers in because I had to be sure someone somebody got fed. So I'm like, hey, you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be here in the morning. So why don't you come in? We'll sit and we can do a show together. And they go, okay. So get up at four in the morning, <laughs> drive down the station. Yeah, really. And I don't... not close for you either, by the way. Oh, about an hour drive. Was it yeah. an hour? Okay. But I was never late. Yeah, but I was. Whoa! Late. <laughs> that was the creative <laughs> thousand. And um, let's see. I think I, I, you know, like I says, I, I got. Like I says, I'm going to reels. And making discoveries and just thinking, oh my god! Oh, I found the uh, I found the show with you, uh, Chip, you, Jeff, and me. The, the show with absolutely nothing. Oh, that one. The show about absolutely nothing, which was. Or is that the really bad radio show where we judged everything in Echo? That's horrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I found that. Oh one. god, that that yeah, that was a. 
That was bad. That was re- <laughs> that was yeah the one that we called really bad radio. I think we call it that on purpose. Called it was called really bad radio, the show about nothing. And then of course the uh, didn't we the show- like play? Didn't we like play like? Didn't we like pretend we were the Assyrians and shoot off guns and stuff like that? And, yeah, we and have echo at one point. All kinds of obscene shit. I mean, we we turned the echo all the way up. We were talking through mm-hmm. from the land of sky blue waters. Here's the beer refreshing. You know, I mean, just crazy shit. And uh, and, and uh, what else was there? Then the the uh, the the show of shame was basically the after hours. That was when uh, Hawk, a guy named Hawk, you used to be uh, uh, with his his, his fiance at the time. And uh, they were okay, and and Howie was um, letting all of us guys do something after hours because he wanted to like beef up an evening program schedule for the week after he had bought the station, and all of us were assigned to something. Chris had had a show, uh, I had a show, uh, Howie had a program, and then Hawk had a show doing it with his fiance. It was called about all about weddings. Everything's wedding. Everything's weddings. Yep. Okay, that talk about opening up a Pandora box of all matter of, of of just chaos. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon, just tore a new ass for the whole programming situation to the point where you know where, where Mr. Hawk actually was about to sue Howie for defamation, defamation of character or some kind of shit like that. And uh, yeah, and then after the after the show had aired, all. Uh, remaining copies of that air check were allegedly destroyed. Hint, hint, I got it. And uh, <laughs> so. Nice. So that being said, yeah, uh, not to mention, I have uh, I have production reels on Robert Pankman for the CD review. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were doing the stuff that uh, we were doing at BBX, when we ended up getting the uh, time for $25 an hour, because it was like when Douglas Broadcasting was going through tra- transition and uh, big shitty, I'm sorry, big city radio took over from California before it became. Remember all the people who wanted, like, wanted to buy stock in big shitty. Oh yeah, and they were and they were trying to sell us to buy stock. Man, am I yeah. glad we never did that. Yeah, holy that, yeah. mother of God, that sank like a fucking stone. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, and 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 Rich Myers back when that was back when I had money and I had some money that I could actually invest too and I'm like I looked at it and I'm like no nah, no way no nah, way no <laughs> I think you know and then of course uh, Rich Myers then I guess came in with his his uh, his real crack bunch of or should I say real cracked bunch of people coming in I mean well, let me see they had a program director some lady program director that the yep. only she had was in California, uh, in, in Canadian broker, broker, brokered Canadian. radio. Canadian brokered radio. Yes, uh, say that ten times quick. So, yeah, then, then who else? I then still, had- for the life of me, cannot understand why, if you knew that you planned to fire me, that you all would sit there and, and tell me all your marketing plans that you're going to do. Well, And you, you know- knew you were going to fire me. And you know you're going to fire me. I'm dying of laughter. I like. I I, I walked out of there. I'm like. I'll never forget because what's this? Because I obviously I know the I knew the owner at at, at what was okay. Douglas. What was Douglas NDC? And it was funny when I got fired. I like. What would you like to know about what they're about to do? And he looks at me. He goes, "No way. You know all of it." I'm like, "Pretty close." 
Well, that, pretty that close. Was what... I pretty much know all of it. I'm like, should I call Feeder? Because I can call Feeder right now and I can tell him everything. Well, that that was during the time that was during the time when Kevin Q. Harvey and Harry Leg. Oh and no, all no, the- that was before that. That was right when all those people, when like Harry Leg and all those guys showed up, and that was like when they were bringing all those people in, and it was yeah. the you either work for us or you work for nobody, and. Just right. to show you who's boss around here, we just fired Stein, and yeah. and and they wanted me to. It was funny. They wanted me to come early. They wanted yeah. me to come early because they wanted to fire me before the meeting so that they could make a really big stink. Instead, I got there at the meeting, and then they fired my ass, and then they made me walk through everybody, and I laughed my. Ass. I, I laugh about it later. I was annoyed a little bit about it because I'm like, you guys don't really have to do this, and they're like, yeah. yeah. Was the, I was there that day when when that when that whole thing went down. Then oh yeah, no, I was not. I was uh not the. That, I was just that, a Sunday guy. <laughs> so what happened with that situation was not long after they fired you, and then the, of course uh, Jerome Binder, Mr. Yeah, Jerome, Hart- he, yeah, he screwed him. He's on his own situation. Yeah, he he he, he 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 shot the goose right right from the beginning by just dropping one more record. Oh, I thought maybe this would fit the format. Well, dude, that was not what you were supposed to play. <laughs> no offense. No offense. He might have understood the format better than they did. Yeah, well, the, but, the, but, the, but the format was stolen from me because of that. I understand. That. The point, yep, the point I'm know getting the story, is, yeah. the, po- the point being is I think he understood the format better than they did. Oh yeah, 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 and I got it, and I can't take it away from him for trying, but you know, it was just kind of a shitty thing. I went to go deliver a part down to Cole City in uh, Illinois, so that way they could go ahead and buff up their uh, their huge signal to have it look like what they had on the fake maps. Remember the fake maps they left on the computers uh. for everybody to see, and then when they all got when the when the when the when the sponsors got wind of it, they started dropping like flies. <laughs> I don't the, know who the I don't know who the ownership group was of big a big shitty, but all I can say is, well, big whoever was big. the whoever the ownership group was, if you could have figured out a way to poorly run a radio station, well, big as shitty poorly as possible, that's that's what you did. I mean, I I have never. I mean, look, I worked at a lot of brokerage stations, but everything I know and everything I've seen of big shitty was so so stupid. That it's like, you have to be the dumbest people on the planet. What were you doing? They they, they came from California. Remember the the, the, the the Asian girl that was running it, Young, Young, Y-U-N-G, I think was her name, Young, who was know. who was coming in at the time, and that was during yeah, the she, time. I thought she, I thought she was just, uh, I thought no. she was just like a figurehead. She didn't own it, own it. No, no, she was she was part of the, she was, was part of. Was she air, she wasn't air talent though. No, no, no she was part of oh no, 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 she was part of upper management. And the thing about it was was that she's the one that came down, gave a a bop to the head on Gina Woods, and said, "Oh well, you know, just to kind of tie things over, we're going to offer the uh, the time on WVVX WXXY that." For twenty five dollars an hour. So right. That's well, how- and you and I stole up a whole bunch of time, and so did she, and all that shit. Yeah. So there and you I, go. Me and me and Robert came in. That's how Rock Suite was born. Yeah, I remember and, you guys were doing that. Yeah. So we're busy. Uh, we're busy. You know, we're busy doing Rock Suite. You know, we. You know, he paid twenty five. I paid twenty five. So we had a two hour show called Rock Suite. We would um, cut the stuff down at WVVX, and then. 
just bring the tape over to, I mean, at WEEF, and then bring it over to WVVX, and then we just sit there, and we sit in the car and get baked, and it was just like, uh, we were just having all this good time going on over there and everything like that, up until they, before Marston and his bunch came in and said, okay, time to clean up, time to clean up shop, and then they bought uh, they bought it. They bought the uh, thing from Big Shitty, and then Big Shitty made their big exit, and then... Oh, I didn't realize that those guys bought that from Big Shitty. Yeah, they bought it from Big Shitty. Marston and them bought Not it Not to be big confused Shitty. with Shitty Walk. Yeah, exactly. So, Big oh, Shitty. Shitty Walk. Oh, Shitty Walk. That's a whole nother... That's a, now, that's a whole nother... Welcome a to nother... Shitty Walk. Take your auto please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's kind of what it was, was... Welcome to welcome to Big Shitty. Take take your take your shitty music, please. Yeah, there you go. And of course, you know that was during the time when we had the uh, we had uh, we had uh, we had the the the, the show. I didn't show. realize that I didn't realize that all those that those guys bought that from Big Shitty. I thought Big Shitty was running all that shit. No, no, no. Uh, Big shit. Big Shitty sold uh, the shit to the Marsden bunch. You know, and then uh, is that what happened? That's what happened, and then oh my! I see. I didn't realize that there was a sale in between there at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big shitty, you know, sold it. Oh, up. that explains a lot more. Oh, he's a moron. Yeah, he's exactly. an absolute moron. Why would you hire have to? And and then to top it off, not only not only that. I mean, the part with the freaking with the freaking cars is the most hilarious part of all. The little Beatles, yeah. Where oh. where they had all those cars. And all they weren't paying, it. and and all the and all the interns were unsupervised. And they basically went to the beach every day. Oh yeah, well yeah. Are you kidding? Those people didn't do shit. Most of those oh, most of those paper things ended up in the dumpsters. Yep. And all the pamphlets. The, all the pamphlets. Yeah. And all yeah. the promos, all them in the trash, and they would just fuck around, waste the gas, just yeah. joyriding in the cars. I remember Kevin Q tried to you know teach me how to do manual in mm. one of those. Volkswagens, I, I remember stripping all the gears and fucking that car up. <laughs> and uh, they brought it back, and they were not happy at the fact that that's what happened to it. But I, you know, but they had they had it in for me too because after I started working for uh, XXY, and, you know, uh, and 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 uh, that whole thing, that uh, they already had heart because and soul what or whatever, heart and soul. Yeah, it was heart and soul radio, and yeah. and the thing about it was they were so stupid. Marsden was so stupid because he had okay uh, the, the the you know when uh, when the when the oldie station downtown offered Marsden their format plus several million dollars he goes ahead he faxes a horse head to yeah, them that was dumb I heard about this this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard he sent a fucking horse head and then the following day the fucking beat gets light up totally obliterating. All of the format that was going to be on Heart and Soul, and and they didn't know what to do with the Heart and Soul format because the Heart and Soul format was R and B and soul heavy because that's what I did, and but they they enjoyed it and after Kevin Q got everything off of me and then stole the format from me, and then after it started you know getting you know great, gaining ground and everything they could they didn't know how to handle it so they started you know what you know they started changing it up and changing it up and then when the beat came out and wiped them out that was when they went to the 80s channel and then another station wiped them out again yeah, with, with a stronger channel. signal right no. so then guess what marston had to go ahead and sell to viva viva radio 103 which is now gone through yet another 
uh, owner change during the years. And, and, and it was just a joy because when I, when me and Paul were at Neiman Marcus putting on all those comp, those, those, those cap six, those cap tens in the ceiling to try to finish up that office. I mean, we worked all night to try to get the, the 16th and the 22nd floor ready and everything. And then the, and then not long after that, that's when they sent me to, uh, they sent me to CBR and, uh, mm-hmm. and then they knew what they were doing. They put me on a shift. They knew I couldn't handle and I fell asleep, and they finally fired me because I fell asleep at the board. But you know what? That, that was all. That was all planned out because I know Kevin Q and, and Harry Leg and all them. They were all in cahoots about the whole thing until everything just went down, and they, and then of course Marston couldn't have it, and then he and then Marston had to sell a station just to pay for Murphy because they tried to get Murphy in the morning back yeah. after his big. Uh, situation over at yeah, they sold. He sold everything to news. He sold it all to Newsweb, because right. that's where it went. Was it went to Newsweb, and then we did, and then because I was working for Newsweb at the time, that's when they did the one format over at Newsweb that didn't go anywhere with the FMs, and because um, they wanted to try to do it with ninety nine nine, and it was uh, funny because that's when that's when they that ownership group decided they were what they were going to do was. I think they brought in Harvey Wells. And so Harvey Wells wanted to do a music format. And the irony is, you want to talk about blow out the water, the irony is 104.3 decides to do the same format at the same time and blows them out of the water with it. Uh-huh. So the irony Was that is, Jack? Jack FM. Yeah, I remember yeah, Jack that, FM. That was the one, Jack FM was the 104.3. Ours was like one or something like that. And it was funny. Everybody was like, oh, it's impressive. I think Bobby Skatefish was there for a while. I can't remember all the details. I talked talk to Bobby Skatefish. He's part of my uh, Wax On, Wax Off group over at Cafe Mustache. I could be wrong if Skatefish was with the station. or not. I can't remember. There was somebody. He was at XRT for a long one. time, Skatefish. No, maybe, maybe it was Skatefish. Maybe it I mean, was Skatefish. I'm friends with Bobby Skatefish. He's a great guy. Great I can't dude. remember who they brought in. There was somebody who was actually a big name that they brought in to, to do to, for the one format. But it wasn't a really good. It wasn't a great format. It was like that iPod format that everybody was trying the shuffle format. Well, yeah, that was that was that was a Canadian idea, and then they were trying to bring it. They were trying to Americanize it, and mm-hmm. then the first ones to go into doing it. And I think it lasted what six months. I think. No, no theirs went a lot long. No, theirs went a lot longer. I will tell you. I mean, we, we at least went a year, but I kind of laughed because. All the people over at the music station were always like sitting there and acting like they were so superior. They were so superior to us, so the broker guys. In the meantime, we're laughing. Where it's like, do you understand? Without us, you have no funding. You have no funding at all. And you're looking at us like it's funny. We're looking at you like your station ain't gonna be here much longer. We're gonna be here. We're gonna have jobs. I don't know what you're gonna have. Um, and then, and then eventually they 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 eventually originally turned that into. Uh, WCPT, but then they changed that over to 820 because they realized they needed to be on an AM, so they moved it permanently to 820, and they're no longer doing the FMs, I think. I don't know what they're doing with the FMs. Who knows? That's on Milwaukee Avenue? Yeah, yeah, that's... that's Yeah, that's Newsweb. That's Newsweb. Newsweb is over there. They used to own XRT, and they used to own the... And at one point, I believe they owned the score at one yeah. point, and then they sold it all to CBS. Mm-hmm. So, they also owned W. They also owned uh, Channel Fifty, and then they sold that to Fox. 
So they they're flush they they're flush with money. But that's it. That guy, you know, that guy's the owner guy's not a bad guy, but the guy that he's got running it, I'll never forget that guy looks like Boris Karloff, and he's no good. Um, and I don't mean Harvey Wells. I can't remember what the guy's name is, but that guy. I don't ever forget. I went in there for a job interview. The first time I went in there for a job interview, I thought, I thought I stepped back into the 1950s. <laughs> I swear to God, I walked in. There wasn't a person in the building. I mean, and I'm keep in mind, I'm in my. I think I was in my 30s at the time. I walked in the building. I brought the median age down. Okay. <laughs> Like, nobody in the building was, like, everybody in the building was old, old as fuck. And I'm just like, holy shit, how long have these people been here? Um, uh, I mean, like, it's like, I, I wasn't kidding. Like, when I worked there for a while, it got a little bit better. But I used to joke that it's like, it was like, like, WSBC, where, rate, where board ops go to die. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and, and the reason I said it was, like, these guys were like in their, these guys were in like their forties and fifties. Wow, mean, that's old. I mean, well, okay, well, but they were getting. Here's the here's the crazy part. I can't blame them for why they were staying. They were getting vacation. Yeah. They were getting. They were getting health care. Right. They were getting a decent salary. On they were getting a decent hourly to where I was like, you know, if you didn't have any ambition anymore and you gave up and you basically were like, okay. I want to work. I still want to work in radio, but I don't really, I mean, I can't, but I'm not going to get as far as I thought I was in life. This was where, yeah, this is where this was a great place to land. Right. Cause the maximum hours you were going to work in a week, I think was like 35 or something like that. So on top of it, you didn't work a 40 hour schedule. You were still getting healthcare. You were still getting all the other stuff. And yet you were working, uh, you were, you, you, you know, yeah, you were working a little bit of a short schedule, but, um, yeah, like when I walked in there the first time, I swear to God, I, I was laughing my ass off because I'm like sitting there and it's like, like the guy, the people who were hired who were old. I mean, God, they and they were dressed like one of them looked like Boris Karloff, the other one dressed like he looked like uh, Roy Bivens from from Wings, like a big fat guy with a bow tie looking <laughs> shit. It was weird. Uh, it wow. was just like weird. I mean, just it was just really like I walked out of there. I was like. As it was, it was funny because I w- I knew when I walked in for the interview, I wasn't going to get the job. I knew I wasn't going to get the job, and the reason I knew I wasn't going to get the job was they already had somebody else who wasn't me. And the show that wanted me to come in, because I-, I actually you know what it was. I was working for Les Gay over at NDZ, and they wanted to bring me over. NDZ, Les Gay wanted to bring me over. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to have somebody who's one of their guys was like their guy coming over but they begrudgingly they gave me an interview but they were never gonna hire me which was hysterical because oh, i was shit. like yeah. well i laughed because i walked in there and i'm looking around and it's like it's i it's ironic because like a few years later i ended up working there um i ended up working there because matt because those those guys were like the guy who was the general manager was gone and they brought in they brought in somebody else who is still there now and and on top of it like they brought in somebody who I've known for years who worked at NDZ who was like, hey, man, you need a job? I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. Uh, so I got brought in part time and I kind of laughed because it was like in the end that I started working there. It was a lot less 1950s, if you know what I mean, at that <laughs> point. So but it was funny when I went up there and I, like, I swear to God, like 
the guy who was the guy who I replaced, I was supposed to replace that time, uh, that they needed to replace. He couldn't handle a basic. He couldn't handle a real, actual, real show. He was like, "I can't do it. I retire." Oh, he just it was kind of great. Do you what? couldn't handle the newer technology, or just uh... well, he just he couldn't handle it. it. Was like, okay, I got to deal with phone calls. I got to get this ready. I got to get that ready. Oh, I got to get a record ready. Multitasking. I got multitasking. It was like it was like too much for him because okay. he was used to like these shows where it was like, oh, the one and the two and the three, that kind of guy. So that kind of stuff versus, okay, we need you to move fast. We need to go, 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 boom, boom, boom. And he was like, oh, I didn't like the faster this. pace. Okay. No, he's like, I can't do this. It's funny they named the they named the main control center after that guy Bill. I, I think it's the Bill Olson something or a control center or a BO. I think we called it the BOC or something like that. BOC or something like that. But uh, hmm. anyway, we've spent a lot of time talking about this shit. Um, radio stuff, yeah. Well, this yeah, is a great well, trip, I, trip down memory lane. I've been getting yeah. these cart machines running and having to share some old memories. Oh man, I bet you know. And, and the thing about it is, here we are. Like I mentioned in my uh, my post on Facebook about uh, you know it being you know 25 years of coming gone, but then when you have access to actual air checks, production reels, and com- you know commercials and things like that, and you know when a person can just you know escape into it and almost recreate it, you know right from where I sit, it, it's you know it, it I. It was pretty awesome because, again, let's face it, you know, we had a bunch of talented people with a lot of time on their hands, and we had carte blanche in a radio station that was run pretty much like WKRP. So, <laughs> uh, and, and the thing about it is, if we told anybody else this sort of thing outside of the circle of, our, of ourselves, they would never believe us. Oh, oh, twice, and, twice my paycheck bounced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had my paycheck. I've had my paycheck bounce, yeah. and then I paid it in a paycheck for uh, the tickets that uh, Howie sold me for the Rolling Stones for the for the uh, Bridges to Babylon. Oh. I couldn't uh, couldn't make it. Ivan, trade in your check, and I've got some tickets for you. That's the day that me and Chip went down to Soldiers Field, and we were on the fifty yard line. Uh, you know, those, and we were just almost right to the center riser. Uh, those tickets were those tickets were great tickets. We also found t- uh, ten dollars and quarters going up the stairs. That was pretty awesome too. So yeah, <laughs> oh, wow, uh, <laughs> wow, ten dollars and quarters. You say? Oh yeah, what a treat! Up, looking at this, I'm looking at this cellophane thing sitting on the steps. I reached, fuck it, it's it's a roll of quarters. Like, whoa! Oh my god! And like, and so well, of course, it made for you know more beer for Chip to drink and. You know, and everything else, and then yabba dabba doobie, yabba dabba doobie. Oh, Mike hated that shirt. Yeah, Mike hated you that. Got, shirt. You got pullover ones wearing that shirt. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, that's another story. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure that went well. Yeah, <laughs> no, it didn't. Well, Spoilers, oh, yeah. it didn't. Uh, so yeah, so great, uh, great memories. Been 25 years on. Yeah, here we are doing the same shit. But, no, but a little different. A little bit a little, different. But you know, I mean, it's not as it's not as uh, 
it's not as music centric as as uh, the old show was, but uh, but but it still does it, it doesn't lack in its charm and its uh, its ambition to just go ahead and make for nice and 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 I'm happy to still have the opportunity, you know, and to have the opportunity to do it again after all these years with my best of friends and brothers, you know, it's, it's, this is great. You know, for me, I, this is, this is the cherry on the cake of my day. I mean, I mean, this is where I'd rather be, you know, because I've been everywhere else and I've done every other thing and I've done lots of things in my life, but yeah, to get a chance to do this again, twice in my lifetime. Hell, when does that happen? Yeah. yeah one of these days the people will actually listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, One of these days. days. <laughs> One of these days, somebody got, will actually listen. We got listen. callers every once in a while at the old station. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. And what time is Pat Capriotti coming on? <laughs> I remember the one time you were doing the Transformer show, Mike, and I guess you got like one call through the whole two hours you yeah, were on. Yeah, I was a little disappointed, but I did get yeah. a fan letter afterward. You did. You did get a fan letter. Yeah, I sent him a ball cap or something. Yeah, you did. You yeah. did. You sent him a ball. Yeah, it was cool. No, yeah. but anyway, so well, this whole segment's been sponsored by Rugby Starbase. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. Congratulations. Wow. Well, this is your one was my sponsor. Sponsors. That was my that was my buddy's uh, website. Then he sold it to another guy, and eventually he went to jail. Well, he can't, he got out of jail. It was for something else. That's another whole story. Then he went back, yeah, they went back into jail, and then yeah. Yeah, something else happened to that yeah. guy, and yeah. he got eight big gators. Yeah. Here, yeah. here, I got one last one last throwback, one last, and then we can All go right, on make it for- quick. We, we got to move along. We're running long today. It's mayhem Sunday thing. Okay, what does it mean to me? Well, so anyway, so how was the hardware store this week? Uh, getting ready for spring. Yeah, getting ready for spring. Of course, oh, it snowed time. today, so we had a slow day today. Yeah. Yeah. Snowblower day, just again. Okay. No, snowblowers, we're out of snowblowers. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. All the snow we got in January and the cold in February. <sighs> you had a pretty good first couple months here. Mm. Like that. And then we do snippets from the show. Right, and then kind of a little bit of the copy from the PR release, right? And then that with like a like a two minute thing that we send around. Right. Not only that, but we can use it for a promo during the week on Wheat. Exactly, it'll it'll be dual purpose. That would be a good thing. So uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is this: what we got so far. <laughs> Hello. What was it? Yeah. I don't know what that was. I, I heard my what voice. Was that? I just don't know what that was. Oh, that was a that was a that was a production piece. Uh, that, that that was a production piece that was taking place while we were putting together uh, double overtime. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, okay. Funny. <laughs> that was that was funny as shit. Yeah, back in the day, we had our own we had our own radio shows. We were in yeah. Those were kings of our castle. Well, yeah. I mean, the irony is is that it's kind of weird because it's like today. Like, back in the day when we did it, like, you couldn't, if you weren't doing our jobs, you couldn't do a radio show. Right. Now it's like, now it's just like, hey, I'm going to have a, I'm going to do a radio show. Now it's like crazy. Now it's like, yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, it's like, okay, I have a podcast. Everybody have a podcast. Everybody can do a Facebook Live. Everybody can do, you know, Everyone has their own recording studio. 
Right. Everybody can do it now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, we did it before changed. everybody could do it. Right. right. And that's right. Right. I mean, we were pioneers. Well, it's not even that. It's I right. laugh I have a raccoon it's like, cap on most of the time. But yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but I mean, Mikey, Mikey Crockett, King of the Wild. Reefed here? Oh, okay, never mind. I mean, that, that's part of what was amusing about all of it when we did all this stuff was just like, yeah, we're getting paid like shit. Yeah, we don't work for great radio stations. But it's like, okay, there's that open free airtime where we can, you know, we can do whatever the hell we want. And in fairness, in fairness, you know, the, the interesting part to me is like, you know, okay, I can't speak for Ivan, but Mike and I, we're in our 20s. It's not like we were going to work at a major radio. We were going to get airtime at a major radio station in town in our twenties. We weren't. I mean, I mean, I guess there was a possibility, but not. I mean, if you were doing, if you were doing music, that was a possibility. Yeah. Before, if, you're, if you're doing, oh, if you're doing talk, if you're doing talk, no way. Uh uh-uh. uh, yeah. that wasn't happening. Not in their twenties. No. no way. Not in this town. No. Not in Chicago. Uh, and before I worked at the Weef, I interned at a local station in McHenry County here, and I was I was an intern. I was in promotions. They didn't give me one second on the air, and I was mm-hmm. I was kind of pissed off. And I was like, I gave you a demo tape. Have you listened to it? And they didn't never gave me a straight answer. So yeah, you're just gonna follow the trailer that looks like a boombox, and you're gonna get a handout like water bottles and T-shirts. Like great. So, yeah, fuck you guys. So then Chris Bagot calls and says, yeah, we got a station. We're going to work here at the station. I'm like, I'm in. So that was all she wrote. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only thing I can say is I will say I think my my internship went a little bit better than yours. But at the (laughs) same time, it's funny. I I wonder if I had really been interested in promotions, if they would have kept me in some way, shape or form in some way. But they they all knew that I was really a lot more interested in producing and doing on air. And given where I was working, it wasn't going to work. But it was funny. I got to talk to a lot of people and I got to learn a lot where I did my internship. So I didn't feel too bad about it. It was just a matter of it didn't make sense. And the irony is they owned an AM station. The problem was where I was interning, the AM station was nowhere nearby. So it wasn't like I could get my foot in the door at the AM and I might have been able to stay in Indianapolis if that had been the case. But um, but uh, now, and in fairness, I don't know what if I would have – I don't know if I could have lived in Indiana any much longer in, at that point in the mid-90s. I don't know if I could have done it. Hmm. Well, yeah, it was a nice stroll down memory lane. So a copy from the PR release. Right. And then – that way, like a like a two minute thing that we can send around. Right. Not only that, I, use it for a promo during the week on Weef. Exactly, it'll it'll be dual purpose. That would be a good thing. So uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is this: is what we got so far. Yeah. Sick of Sunday morning show, morning religious shows. <laughs> Sunday morning shit. Yeah, you're right. That's not Sunday morning shows. No, I don't. Sunday morning religious shows, community service programs, and infomercials. Then check out 180 minutes of Chicago's wildest Sunday show. AM AM with Ivan Rivera, five to eight AM on Weef AM, fourteen thirty. Head all the way down the dot, the AM dot. Four face free for all. Okay, yeah. see we can we can elaborate. We can just head all the way down the dial because you already said what uh, fourteen thirty AM already. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. That was that. That wasn't well. Wow! I put I okay. pulled out the wacky DJ voice too on top. All right. Hey. Hi. Come on, wow. <laughs> Come on. There. I got so, better at that as I've gotten older. Speaking <laughs> speaking of Jeff getting better, what uh, what you been up to uh, this week, Jeff, with the clubhouse? Oh my God! You been clubbing? Um, so, He's been clubbing. Well, okay. So I okay. Where do I start? Um. It's been a crazy week. Um, all right, so I can share this story. You guys will get kicked out of this. So there's a, um, as you guys know, I'm a little bit plump. Um, so there was a room about talking about body positivity. And I'm like, all right, sure. I'll, I'm like, yeah, I'm all about body positivity. I agree. I, I'm all for that. I, I, I enter into this room to listen to what's being talked about. And there's like 200 people in this room. And 199 of them are women. Oh, okay. And I'm like, and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay, this isn't a horrible thing. But I'm like listening to them talk about this stuff. And it's like, it's like one of them, I mean, it was funny because it was like one of them was like, hey, what should it matter if my boobs are, are and all that kind of stuff. And like people talking about it. And I feel, you know, honestly, like, look, as somebody who deals with who's always been overweight, I've always had issues with body pot with that kind of stuff. And. I get it. And it was really funny because that I, I was but at the same time. I'm like, wow, it's like me and like nine, 199 women or something like that. This is crazy. Um, so then it kind of started to turn into like a knock on men. And I'm like, eh, I think I'm going to go. So I'm like, damn, I think I'm going to go. Because if it's going to turn into that, that's not what I'm here for. Especially when it's like there's a there's a lot of them and one of me and this could get ugly fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm not in the mood for that. So it's funny. So I shot the had the lead moderator a note going, basically saying like, "Hey, I popped into your room. You know, just want to know I support you guys 110. percent You guys, you know, you, you guys all are amazing. Screw those guys. I don't care. Um, there are guys out there that actually aren't like that. And I thought nothing of it. I'm like, okay. So I went. I went to go head off and look into another another clubhouse room for something else. Five minutes later, I get, a, I get a DM from Instagram. This person going, you need to come back in. You need to talk about this. We need somebody like you to come in. We actually wanted men to be here. There were none. Yeah. And she's like, please come back in. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. She's like, please, please come back in. She's like, at least not if that, let me read what you wrote. And I'm like, all right, I'll come back in. So I'm the last speaker. And I didn't realize this was a woman's day event. I found out later it was a woman's day event. So it was like, 200 women in here and me and (laughs) so i start they i have me get on stage and i start talking about stuff and i'm talking in general and then i told the one story i think you guys i've told you the story about the about the little kid who tugs at my leg and says excuse me mr why are you so fat (laughs) yeah Uh, so i told so i told so i told that story and they're all dying all dying when i sat there and said about that i eat small children (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> and, and it was funny because at one point I said to them, I said, I said, look, there are some of you, there are some men out there that have no problem if you want to eat steak. We like steak, too. Yeah. OK, we like mm-hmm. steak. There are some of us out there that don't give a rat's ass. And it's funny because I've got I suddenly I've got 200 women who are all like, oh, we love you. And I'm like, if only that was reality, um, you know, and by the way. 
just looking at profile picks, I'm like, you're all, I'm like, I, I said it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, just based on profile pictures that I'm looking at, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what these guys are looking at. They must be the biggest morons on the planet. You're all gorgeous. I mean, seriously, y'all look amazing. I don't know who's kicking you guys out but, and, and saying shit. This is dumb. Maybe it's just I mean, the, I, the current culture. I mean, no, we're getting away from the Photoshopped and anorexic models. I mean, I the, guess. The, 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 the body standards we used to have. Well, I, I know that the, the body... Longer, I'm the longer short of it is I have like almost 200 new... Oh, well, oh, I shouldn't say almost. But I have a lot of new women friends now. And that's good. And I have a lot good. of friends. I have a lot of new women friends now, so there's that. Um, well, nothing, nothing wrong with that. That's that's good for a day's work. Oh no, absolutely not. And some of them are absolutely. I mean, look, I should. I need to be careful when I say this, but I mean, I'm like sitting there, and it's like, wow. It's okay to say because they turned around and they said that you're beautiful, which that in of itself says volumes. Okay, especially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially, listen, especially uh, in the times where for years and years and years, you know, the media and television and, 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 and motion pictures and all that other shit, okay, girls had to look a certain way or be a certain way. Yeah. Our industry, well, I... here it is, you go to a place, and you see all these beautiful women of every configuration, and you're thinking to yourself, why is this wrong? You know, why, why do well... you feel that wrong? You know, and and, and it took a lot of people to play catch up and everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, now you see plus size models everywhere. Uh, You see uh, people of different uh, pigmentations, even dual pigmentations. uh, Yeah. Making pages of fashion magazines. You mean like the Star Trek guys who are like black on one side and white on the other? No, more like uh, more like models that have uh, left. Yeah. Well. I mean, you have have women that have the Largo. So yeah, they're they're, they're starting to find themselves. They actually find they actually find themselves work because they're beyond the whole. Well, the aesthetic of oh, it's got to be perfect in order for it to be, you know, valued, and you know, and 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 I think we're getting more and more away from that whole unrealistic sensibility about that, you know, and and, and it's good that we're finally making people proud, both men and women. Of who they are and where they're at. I mean, yeah, I wasn't always a fat guy. All right, I was a skinny guy once upon a time, but then I got to be a fat guy. So guess what? I got the ridicule and I got the bullshit. And I got the the, the 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 side stares and everything like that. After a while, I got the condescending uh, people telling me, "Oh, Ivy, you know, you really need to lose weight. You really need to do this. You really no, I don't really yeah. need fit." Okay, because you know what? I'm comfortable in my skin because what did when did you come to my life? I just thought it was funny that I got to talk. I became 200 women's new best friend. Yeah, Beautiful, you were the star man. of that show. I apparently was. I apparently was. So I, I did have some interesting stuff, and then I ended up somehow going from asking a question on a panel about public speaking to somehow ending up as a moderator, which I was like, how did that happen? But yeah, and there was like about 150 people in that room. And then, um, so, um, and then the only other thing on, I can mention about Clubhouse this week is, um, well, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. We, we, because we got other stuff to get to. I, I, I think the only thing I can mention about this week in terms of 
Did I watch anything? Oh, I know. I um, so I caught. I've caught about four episodes of the new Punky Brewster. Yeah, I saw. Pe- uh, I, I, saw uh, I saw that she made her way. Uh, Soleil Moonfry made her way to Jimmy Kimmel. It was a great inter- little interview. He's you know she seems like a very you know down to earth lovely person, you know, and uh, yeah. I guess- She's got a documentary coming out so because during the time she was with Punky Brewster, she, you know, when she became a teenager, you know, she started, you know, mm-hmm. videotaping everything. So now she's got this documentary coming out called 90s, 90s Children. And it's this whole thing that she's curating and, and putting together, directing, producing, and doing all this stuff, you know. And she mentioned that on the Jimmy Kimmel show, which, you know, found that, yeah, I'd really be interested to to take a look back at a time and place I actually lived in and I actually know about it. And it's just like. Well, I don't know if any, I'm, and I'm not sure, maybe Mike would remember this. I'm not sure. That- Did you ever, do you ever watch that, the, the Sabrina show with Melissa Joan Hart, the Sabrina Teenage Wood show? Oh, the one with the puppet cat? Yeah, that one. I caught some of it on the air back in the day. So so in the later seasons when she moves out, the roommate is Solomon Fry. Yeah. Is Punky Brewster. And that's the first time it was I'll never forget, because I was like I'll never forget when I saw that show and I saw her on her and I'm like I'm like I was like Holy crap, Punky Brewster is hot. Yes, yeah, I'm like, holy shit, she is absolutely smoking. And P.S. still really smoking right oh, yeah. now. Uh, yeah, oh no. my! She came on Kimmel with that black dress, and she was amazing. So you're four episodes oh. in. So what? What you think of the show? Um. The irony is, it's really aimed at families and kids and tweens. Okay. And 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 more towards the kids and families. Um, yeah, it's not as it's funny because we had the Saved by the Bell show re, kind of reboot, and I would say that the Saved by the Bell reboot aims a lot higher on the age on the age groups than this does. And I mean, if you got, I mean, the best way to put it is. It's great for your kids if you've been looking for that Nickelodeon kind of show. Um, which is too bad because I think there's a part of it where, you know, there's that older swing of audience that remembers Punky Brewster as a kid. Right. And it's it's like, I feel like there should be more meat in the bones on that side of the story, but there's not. And, and there's some, and maybe it gets better as the season goes on, because again, I've only been through four episodes. Okay. Um, maybe it gets better on that end of it, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, I mean, they're half hours, so it's not a, I mean, if you're looking for something to watch, it's, it's got its funny moments and, and, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is on it, by the way, um, as well. Okay, so, uh, um, yeah. So, so, so yeah, uh, I mean, it's worth, it's worth giving a shot. If you've got Peacock and you've got access, do you, do you um, think, do you think Jeff that, uh, do you think that this new show that she's doing is is more so to the whole time that she spent on, you know, the Big Bang Theory? You know, Ooh. I mean, uh, Soleil Moonfry. She wasn't on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she was. She was the girlfriend to, uh, what's his name? No. Well, yeah. That's, Kay- that's Kaylee Coco. 
Coco. The blonde. Whatever, that's know. Kaylee Cuco. Yeah, no, not, that's uh, not Salmon Fry. I'm talking about the dowdy. I'm talking about the dowdy, uh, dark-haired girl. You mean Sheldon's girlfriend? Right. Yeah, that's no, not. That's, that's not her. That's not her. That's Blossom, dude. Oh, okay. That's the Sorry. chick who played Blossom, yeah, not not Salmon Fry. Yeah. Okay, well, look, you know what? Uh, they they were both very popular in their day, and you know what? <laughs> Guess what? All right. Hey. Not, not, I, 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 I just think <laughs> it's funny because you're like, you're like, well, there's the one girl. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's not the Big Bang Theory. I didn't know it if she, yeah, was, she was on, the on Big that Bang show, Theory. Punky Blossom. Yeah, Punky Blossom. Okay, guys. All right. This is no. This is no forum to sit there and bust my chops. All right. I didn't. No, I'm just. No, it's not a bust your chops. It's just. I'm just laughing because it's like, wait a minute. You're thinking about Blossom. Yeah, you're thinking about her. What's her name? And that's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, well, Blossom, it's amazing It's amazing that, you know, that Blossom, who had a huge show in her day, you know, in her younger days and everything, and then now she's like all of the 80s, 80s and 90s actresses are now just on this resurgence, you know, and coming back on on big shows. Do you think, okay, well, maybe maybe I, what I would like to say about it, do you think that like Blossom on Big Bang Theory, do you think so they Very, oh, I said but you know, what do you think, Jeff? What do you mean? What do you mean by a fluke? I'm not sure what you mean. Well, about Big Bang, Bang Theory is a fl- because of success. success. I mean, it's gone on for what? How many seasons? It went on uh, for like ten, I think. Yeah. Very yeah. few it went on shows 10. go that long. Right, exactly, and and I mean, like for example, what actually? What's her name? Uh, the I can't remember her name. Blossom. We'll call her Blossom for now, but the, but the woman who plays Blossom. And was on Big Bang Theory has another show out. I think it's on Fox right now called Call Me Cat, um, yeah. which is a half hour. Right. And so, so I mean, I don't know. We'll see as to what's going to go on with with this Punky Brewster thing. You know, here's the thing: Are they going to ask for a second season? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at the same time, Peacock needs content. So, you know, if it aims right and they get good numbers and they get people to watch it. I know they've already greenlit uh, a, a second season for their Saved by the Bell show. So, um, and I know there's some other stuff that they've got in the can that they're working on, but it's funny because they they really, in fairness, Peacock really got hurt because they were banking on the Olympics and they were launching, they, that's when they were going to launch, was they were going to launch because they had the Olympics. And then we and they had no Olympics. The, <laughs> right, and then we had no Olympics. So, so that was problematic. Yeah. You know, because they were going to use that as a way to get bonus, you know, more Olympic coverage than you could get through Peacock. And so you were going to have all the people who love the Olympic stuff be able to get through Peacock. And when that didn't happen, you know, suddenly they were behind the eight ball. Um, you know, actually no different than when Disney was a little bit behind the eight ball. The difference is Disney went out and made content. So far, we haven't seen a lot of content that's been made yet from... And I know Peacock's in the process of making stuff. I mean, I've seen stuff where they're talking about it. I mean, I believe they're making a new Battlestar Galactica, too. So, mm. um, I did hear yeah. that, uh, yeah. So, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And again, you know, look, let's, 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 let's put this where it is, which is, it's not like... Other than Flight Attendant, 
other than flight attendant, the HBO Max content has not been spectacular of yet other than than flight attendant. The HBO content is great, but the exclusive Max content has been eh. Um, now, obviously, that we'll see if that changes a little bit. So their strategy of putting all those movies on like they did was actually a really, really good strategy because yeah. it's brought more eyeballs to HBO Max when they didn't have the kind of programming that they needed. Yeah. So And they said, we're not going to wait for theaters to open. This is how we're going to do it. So this is how the year is going to play out. Yeah. Well, and again, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then I saw... I saw kind of a I don't I don't want to call it bad but there was just it, it's Jennifer Garner and it's like a like Jennifer Garner playing a mom and it's like a I think it's called yes 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 day or something like this where she does crazy stuff and I can't remember the I don't know who the father what is it on I, I, it's on it's on Netflix it's like ninety minutes it's really aimed towards kids but. You know, sometimes it's like you're looking for something funny and it's like it's hard to find something funny these days. Mm. Um, it was all right. I wouldn't give it any more than like two Yamans. Only so. two? Oh, well, whoa. Oh, yeah. That's, like uh, two and a half. Like two and a half in there. Well, that doesn't that doesn't help it mm. much. But okay. No, I mean, like I said, it's Jennifer Garner. that gets the half of the Jennifer Garner. Um, <laughs> Which, okay, if, if you're into Jennifer Garner, you know. Right. Well, okay. Yeah, those smoking hot, blo- those smoking hot brunette who's absolutely still gorgeous to this day. Yes. Oh no, yes, no. I'm, I'm not taking away from that. It's just. Oh know, no. Like one, 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 one cast maker shall not make. You know, what I mean. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, still like be, she, you think she could still be Electra? Yeah. Well, I've heard. She... I've heard. I've heard talks about them bring, about them rebooting Alias. Hmm. Which would be interesting, especially if you're going to bring her back. But um, so, what, what, Ivan, Mike, things that you did this week, and then we can get into whatever. Uh, yeah, we can hit the news. Hit some bullet points of the news. I watched the South Park vaccination special. It was on oh, last God. week, and it was it was all right. Uh, the first, I think, the pandemic special was funnier because it dealt with Randy and uh, getting the, making the uh, the weed. This one wasn't about weed. It was mostly about the kids and Mr. Garrison coming back to teach. And everyone wanting to get the vaccination. Like, the Walgreens was like the pl- the club that no one could get into. And they had like a bouncer. <laughs> like, everyone lined up as a bouncer trying to get in. You know? They're like, come on, I really need a shot. You know, the teachers are coming into disguise and like... And then there's the old lady walks in. Okay, you can go in. She's like, 79, bitches! And she walks through the front door. Uh, it was okay. Uh, I thought, like I said, I thought the pandemic special was funnier, but this was okay. It was all right. I didn't hate it, but I was like, yeah, well, yeah. it was an hour. I just dealt with it. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched, uh, episode three of Superman and Lois. We can, uh, hit a few uh, points. That was with the that. best. That, yeah. that of the three, that's been the best so far to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff is happening. And the stories mm-hmm. are starting to unfold. Still got a little, still got a lot of that uh, CW. Where, like, yeah. They're, they're, but Clark, you know, he's doing the super stuff. And so that's cool. That's cool that Lois has like a box. All she has to press it. 
And Clark's like there, like, hey, man. So, smart move. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a takeoff of the the old Jimmy Olsen watch. Right, watched. Jimmy Olsen had the watch, yeah, exactly. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's funny because, you see, here's the amusing part. Because of the way things, well, it's funny because we did the, it's funny because we've had James, we had James Olsen on Supergirl. And, and so it's interesting in that regard because. We don't see Jimmy Olsen, and the reason we don't see Jimmy Olsen at all in the well, show we're not in is because what's it? Why? Well, the other thing is, is that that guy was on Supergirl and then he left. Mm-hmm. The interesting part to me about it is, you know, after Crisis, the, like the CW Crisis thing, you could reboot the Jimmy Olsen character if you wanted to. I don't know why it wouldn't be something that. Well, I guess you're right. In theory, you don't need it. I mean, I actually now that I think about, it, that's kind of things that I miss that are not part of the Superman Lois show. Like there is no Perry white. There is no, there yeah, is there's no, no uh, uh, trying to chase that story. There's none of that. Um, although he has to hide his identity still. And now yeah. the boys have to hide, you know, and I, I like the, there was the angle they had to, uh, address the fact that he's raising two prepubescent boys and they're starting to get those, you know, then they know secret so, I can understand why Clark should eavesdrop on him, but mm-hmm. but anyway, well, it, was yeah. it was all right. Uh, I liked to the the football angle. Maybe Jordan, maybe football is going to turn him around, make him like a you know a little more uh, well adjusted. You know, uh-huh. we know he's had some issues. All right. So maybe this Jordan, maybe the football thing would be good for Jordan. Of course, you know Jonathan is now getting the sidelined. Where he was always kind of front and center as the more maybe more popular in school, right? And and see that's that's where it's like okay, here comes the CW storyline. Yeah, it's like where it's like it doesn't have there are ways that this could be done and it doesn't have to turn into a CW drama where it's like. But they're I'm sorry they're playing it by the numbers. They're they're following those that formula though. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. The parents aren't the parent. Okay, it's okay that the parents are busy and don't and may miss things. But I'm sorry, I don't buy that Lois or Clark are not smart enough to sit there and go, okay, things have been not going well for Jonathan since we got here, and he's had to put a lot aside, and that, like, that one moment where in, in where he's talking about the football, and he's like, you should have told me. And it's like, he sort and he sort of apologized to Jonathan. There should have been a moment right there where it's like, and let's talk about you for a minute. How are you doing? And it's mm-hmm. like any parent, any parent worth their salt would have would have would have made that moment happen right there and then. And yeah. it, but it's like because it's the CW and we have to build up this angst because yeah. we got shit to do in our season. We're not going to ask obvious questions that, you know, a good parent would ask. And the problem is that that really just makes Superman that just merely makes Clark look like a bad parent. So congratulations, you're making Superman look like a bad parent. No, jerks. Well, uh, speaking of, speaking of things that are bad, I mean, I mean, uh, Mike, you got more before I jump in? No, that's pretty much it for me. Like I said, the stores we're getting ready for spring. We've had a really bad. Winter. Of course, we had snow today, and we're going to be. It's going to be sixty degrees on Sunday. So. Uh, But everyone's chomping at the bit for spring, and I don't blame them because we've had a rough couple of months. 
Oh yeah, uh, it's true. I mean, yes. it, it, you know, I went out today, uh, and uh, you know, I went to go to my doctor's appointment and everything. And uh, uh, good news, I'm in good physical shape. My mental sensibilities are on point. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. And I got my shot today, which really, after I got the shot. It was almost like I had a weight come off my shoulders and everything. I mean, I wasn't expecting to get my vaccination uh, today. Uh, it just, you know, it's just like, okay, I mean, you know, we're going to do your blood pressure. We're going to do this, good that. Oh, by the way, do you need your shot? So did you get the Johnson? I got the... Uh, uh, wow, wait a minute. Stop. That sounded bad. <laughs> that sounded bad. Did yes, you get the did. Johnson? That's it. No, I did get the Johnson there, Mike. But uh, <laughs> that might be the name of the episode of the show now. I like Punky the... Blossom. I like that one. Okay, Punky Blossom. <laughs> Punky Blossom. Well, no, which which, which which wait, vaccine wait, did you get? Go. There okay. we go. Hey, Punky Blossom, did you get the shot? Did you get the Johnson? <laughs> That's it. Punky Blossom gets the Johnson. There you go. Yeah. Punky... There you go. Uh, no, I didn't get the Johnson. I got the uh, the. Uh... Um, not, not, no, not, not the not, Russian not, one. No, not the Russian one. <laughs> Russian one. No, I, I can't think of the name what, of the it. the Moderna? Right? Moderna? Moderna or Pfizer? Yeah, I got the Pfizer. Okay. okay. Moderna. So, Wait, no, no, no. There's one. There, what is, they're, they're different. One is Pfizer, one is Moderna. Which one do you no, need? Because I got to get my second one in four weeks. So Right. The only yeah. part, the only one that doesn't have a second shot is is the Johnson, right? You only get the right. Johnson once. Yes, yeah, you get the Johnson once. You never need it again. Unless it's you're kind of painful. <laughs> anyway, so it was kind of cool that you know everything happened today the way it did because it's funny because I'm sitting with uh, Julie in the you know in Oak Street Health, and here's a lady I guess taking appointments for the you know for the for the for the injections and stuff. So mm. for the Johnson. You know, you know, for the Johnson or whatever it was they're using. And, and uh, you know, so Julie, you know, is always suspect of me. Pretty much like Mike, Mike is Mike is with me and stuff. He'll always be suspect me because he never knows what I'm going to do. So I get up. And oh, get, really? I, I get up and I go over to the, I go up to the young lady and I say, excuse me. Um, I would like to, you know, because I didn't know up until this point. I'm having an appointment at 140. Uh, I would like to know if I could get the shot since I'm here. I figured, what well, if I don't ask, I'm not going to know. And uh-huh. she goes, well, you know, you have to make an appointment. And, of course, let me – I said, yeah, but I made – they called me from Oak Street Health. They had me on the list. And then she goes ahead. She taps around on her computer and goes, well, you're not on the list, but let me get your name and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So – you know, she's like, well, you know, you have to make an appointment. Yeah, here's the card. And go through all this. I went through all of this only to go to my regular doctor's appointment and having the nurse just totally take care of it right then and there. And she was very amused at the fact that I was so happy to get this shot. And she goes, she goes I was like, I was, I was excited. I was excited. But then, you know, I've never been a person afraid of shots anyway. I guess, you know, I've always been the weird kid, you know. Yeah, sure. I'll take a shot. Just give me a lollipop. Give me a shot. A measles shot. Give me a lollipop. Give me a, you know, if whatever. If it means free food, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So here it is. Yeah, you know, man. If, it means, 
It means for uh, you know, uh, let me candy or whatever. Yeah, go ahead, pop it in there. You know? Yeah, yeah no. man, free Johnson. Yeah, man. No, 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 John. <laughs> no, no Johnson. <laughs> but, uh, no Johnson. Not even, Johnson not even at Johnsonville, brought. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I came close. I did close to that though. But in fact, better than the Johnsonville brought because then uh, Julie and I celebrated. She took me to go to El Tapatillo where we had these excellent tacos. El Tapatillo is on Fullerton just before Costner. Yes, you'll love it. And uh, brought to you by El Tapatillos. El Tapatillos uh, Taco House. Let me tell you, you can get five. I don't big- know. Oh, I'm sure you can. Should we play uh, a music bed that sounds uh, like something like porn? Or- I've Do they have the for, double decker pizza though? Yeah. yeah. No, no double decker pizza. Five baby tacos for five dollars. I mean, you can't beat it. Mm. You can't beat it. You beat it. So, yeah, so my yes. my mother got the first shot, and uh, the lady in front of her uh, got to the desk because there was a line. And when the lady in front of my mother got to the line, she said, uh, "You know, was, my mother's appointment was like eleven oh five or something. They were doing like every appointment every five minutes." And lady in front of my mom said, I have a 12.30 appointment. Can I get my shot now? And they're like, no. And <laughs> it never hurts to ask, but no, no. We're, no, yeah, so, we're, you we're know, running these every five minutes. So. Right. So like I said, so if you don't ask and you don't, you know, you don't know, but mm-hmm. it never hurts to ask. But you got a lot of people that, you know, they're trying to railroad their, their injections now. And, and such, and then of course you still have the people that are still uh, shying away from it because of all the fake news about, oh, it's going to change your DNA. Oh my God, it's going to make you infertile. Oh, it's going to do this. And you're like, what? What what's seventy? What seventy five million people have gotten at least one vaccination but, shot already? So yeah, yeah. So it's like you know what, and 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 that is, and that is, you know, when they say it's ninety six percent effective it means 96 percent of the people that are going to take it are going to be okay with it you're going to have four percent they may have reactions yeah but you know what that's just what it is and you've been getting shots since you were a goddamn baby you've been getting shots you goddamn baby uh, you know and uh you know and 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 you know and you you're getting shots as an you know as a teenager you're getting shots for this and shots this is just one more shot folks one more shot maybe two more shots yeah. Okay. So you know, I think I think the Pfizer, I think because of the distribution in Britain, or I think it overseas, I think it's like the Pfizer is like ninety four percent, which is still yes. really really good. So it's really really yeah. good, all things yeah. considered, and the fact that you know Johnson but, got the jump because so, since they didn't enough for us, yeah. then so, Johnson went over there and then sold their stash there. So did they have you sit like for after you got the shot? Did they you have to sit and watch you for like fifteen minutes? No, not at all. No, you're just able to get up and go. I mean, because where I, yeah. I where I got where where my mother got the shot, where she has uh, to sit, after she gets the shot, you have to sit in this chair and wait 15 minutes because in case you have some kind of reaction or something. Well, you know, when I got in, and uh, it was part of my, it was part of my uh, my my it was part of my appointment, you know, because I was getting my my blood work, my hemoglobin work, you know. By the way, six point four, you who doing good sugars. Yoo-hoo, doing good there. And, Why are you uh, drinking Yoo-hoo? No, 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 not drinking Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo, you know, wahoo, whatever. Okay, yeah, that. Yeah. So, snuffs for everybody, Mountain Dew. Uh, there's there's an old saying. But anyway, beside the point. The point of matter is, yeah, I went in there, and I got the shot today, and I, I feel better. 
about some things and uh you know i finally got my conundrum with my uh depression medicine straightened out i'm i'm back on track with that which i'm real happy about that so yeah so things are things are some things are a little lighter now so i'm doing good doing good and and, uh the only other thing the only other conundrum i have is the whole peppy le pew cancel culture situation that's been going on yet another looney tune character is getting getting lit up and and and, yeah you know know what i'm kind of okay with that okay let's get your feeling on that Uh, what do you why you know what i remember watching that as a kid going dude stop well, this was our. This was how we were taught how not to behave. Right. Is it not? I mean, we yeah. knew it was like not appropriate to do. It was just funny because it was a cat who, like, you know, got a stripe of primer paint or something on her, and so all of a sudden she looks like a skunk. And and the thing about it is the the the, the pivot point is that the skunk stinks. And the cat is running away and everything because the skunk stinks. That's the joke. And that the skunk doesn't know that the cat is not a skunk. And so it's supposed to be making for a baldic comedy. And then, when you know, when you're five, six, seven years old, okay, you know nothing about rape culture. Because here you got a guy in the New York Times who's going ahead with his opinion stating that, oh, well, this is a perpetuation of rape culture. No, it isn't. Okay. Mm. Okay, it comes down to this. Okay, yeah, back. Okay, see, and and the last Pepe Le Pew cartoon that came out was in 1963. He has had other appearances. Yeah, and he's been canceled from Space Jam too. They yeah, cut he was, him out. Yeah, but see, had they kept the Space Jam two footage in, it would have rectified. A lot of things. I mean, I'm sure you read about what what, what that scene was. Do you guys know? No, what that I did scene? not read. No, no. Okay, well, I'll let you. I'll let you in on it. What was going to happen was that Pepe Le Pew was going to uh, was going to work in a bar. He's a bartender. Okay, so he's ogling this you know this live action woman at the bar. You know, doing his usual eye you know lift and everything like that, just kind of looking at her and leering and everything. And of course, naturally, the woman gets pissed off. Smacks uh, Pepe Le Pew, pours his drink on his head, and says, "That's no way to treat a lady." To which then Penelope <laughs> Pussycat comes in, puts a court injunction on him because of this behavior, which of course would have shown the rest of the world that yeah, Pepe Le Pew was this character, but now he's not allowed to be this character today anymore, and that would have nipped everything in the bud had they kept the footage in. But because you got these people over there at the New York Times, and then you got these naysayers. I mean, because I read the articles at uh, Golden Age Class, uh, uh, Golden Age Cartoons. I read their article. Uh, I read the article at Cartoon Research, and I did my notes on that particular. And it all comes down to the same thing for most of it. Yeah. Okay. You cannot take a cartoon that is a product of its time and put it through a 2021 lens okay that's just not going to happen a lot of people are going to end up being butthurt thinking to themselves that what we thought was funny is no longer funny but then of course you got to remember and of course it's just like the uh, i don't know man i felt uncomfortable even as a kid the disclaimers with the muppet show okay the whole let's hold on let's stick to peppy love you because i gotta be honest with you even as a kid 
even as a kid watching those, I never really felt comfortable about that. Never. Okay. Like if you never, replace never. those two animals with humans and you have them in the same interaction, it is total cringe. Right. right. And, and in fairness, it's, it's true. I, I mean, honestly, people, if they were human and they were real people, yes, of course you're going to have a yeah. problem with that. Well, but, but you know. Food. And for, I know, and I'm not saying, and I'm not dismissing your feelings, Jeff. No, not at all. Not at all. A lot of people who feel the same way you do, okay, that, yeah, okay, not my scene, not, you know, not my circus, not my monkey. And by the way, I'm not talking about 2021 Jeff Stein. I'm talking no, about I'm, little kid Jeff Stein watching it going, sitting there watching it going, okay, is he, you know, what part of no does he not understand? You know, okay. I mean, that's, that's, it was that's, part, that's but problematic. It was, but it was, it was, it was, okay, well, how should so, I say, it was, it was demonst- it was demonstrative of how not to interact with a woman. Okay, and not only that too, you gotta remember those cartoons were created for the adult audiences back in their day. Once they started becoming t- leased to television, then the television people were thinking, Oh well we got these cartoons, there's nothing wrong with them. They showed them in the theater. That was their mindset. Wow. But they didn't go ahead. And look at it like, okay, these adult-driven cartoons, just like many of the cartoons that were made in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, up until the advent of television. And that was when you had you know, people like Jay Ward who made cartoons for television. Right. Yeah, we, had, we get it. We'll, we'll stay on and, – and, and talking about Pepe Le Pew here. Like we I understand am, that I, it's not, a, not appropriate now, wasn't appropriate then, but I don't think which, it should be memory hold. No, exactly. Okay, and, and 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 okay, and yeah, and if Pepe Le Pew wasn't your thing when you were a kid, okay, I get it. All right, every you're not gonna like everything. Just like a lot of people were offended with when 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 uh, Yosemite Sam was blowing people up with his guns, or 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 uh, or, or Speedy Gonzalez was, you know, yeah, you know. Well, re- you look at like and, you look at uh, like Hanna Barbera cartoons of the '60s. Everybody was toting guns. Everybody was toting guns. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. They treated their wi- They treated their wives like second-class citizens in the Flintstones. Come on. Okay. You're talking about. Okay. You see the same element in the Jetsons. Okay. And then of course. Okay. You really want to go into the whole Hanna Barbera? Yeah, but uh, hold on a second. And hold on a second. If we're going there, then let's go there. Which is in the Jetsons and in and in, in the Flintstones, the the wives, while second-class citizens. Are clearly, clearly outclassing the men. Clearly, well, yeah, in they every do. in every in every aspect. In but terms of, they're see. clearly smarter. They're clearly they're clearly better. I mean, if anything, I you know they make a point of making the men the butt of the jokes on well, a regular on. basis in both of those. Yeah, the, the Alice Cramden. That was Alice Cramden. That was yeah. the. That was the hook. Okay. Okay, and you know, just like you know, you got a lot of television shows that dealt with the fact that the men are not—they're not—they're not the brain trust of the situation. The women were the brain trust of the situation, which, in many ways, you know, Wilma Flintstone was ahead of her time, and and and, and the Jetson, you know, and, and Judy Jetson, all the—they were ahead of their time and everything, you know. And if I could go on and on and on, which that was the hook, okay. And of course, you look at that, and you got these characters that are empowered within the framework of animation, 
okay? And, and, and it just you're astounded by the whole situation as to, okay, but I guess it also comes down to what we pick and choose and what we feel we can be comfortable with. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew back then when you're growing up, yeah, it might not be for everybody, but even more so now because it's a different world now, okay? Just like the cartoons of Betty Boop that I had to totally drop out of a program and then reprogram again for a presentation I was going to do. Why? Because the owner of the arcade said, well, Ivan, as much as I would like to show those cartoons, they're just not appropriate. In fact, he had me redesign the poster saying before the time of politically correct. So, yeah, I mean, but I guess I guess I guess I leave it to one person's own mindset as to how they address it. But I just think that the whole situation being what it is, is that, yeah, you, we really need to think of the context of where these cartoons came from. Because then what next? What next? Mix Piggy is going to get canceled out. OK, uh, we're going to start canceling out Dr. Teeth. You know, we're going to start canceling out uh, Animal because he runs after women. Come on. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Well, people learn shit from car- – kids learn shit from cartoons, though. No, but look, I, I got through, I got through uh, cartoons from the 60s on and everything. I never, I never mm-hmm. picked up a gun. I never blew anything up. I never jumped off a ledge. Well, but there I, were some. I, I, there I, were I, people I, who did. There were kids who jumped off the roof thinking they could fly like Superman. Yep. Yeah, but it's just – you know, they, you got to realize that there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect there. Right. And yeah. that is why, as parents, you, you know, the instilling of the parental situation of, yes, son, it's just a cartoon. That's what my mom and dad did to me. I really, well, that's a different they, conversation, though. But I'm, but I'm, no, but it has a lot to do with it because a lot I of I understand, time, but that's a different conversation, which is, is, is and, and maybe that's part of the answer to your question, Ivan, is is back in the day, you had parents who would sit there and go, what Pepe Le Pew is doing wrong. Well, guess what? In this day and age, parents' reaction is, you know what? I don't want to have to explain Pepe Le Pew to my kids. And that's the difference. Well, that's, that's where true. the differences are. And that's where the differences are, is, 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 is there's, there's your answer. Is, is That's the difference. Which is, you know what? I shouldn't have to explain this to my kid. I shouldn't have to explain it. Because yeah, you know but, what? I can't explain it because you know even, what? Even if I watch it as a kid, I'll admit, yeah, this is wrong. Yeah, but see, but also, too, you got to look at it from the fact being a parent myself, raising a daughter, okay? So it gives me every right to mention this part of it, okay? Because there were some things I wouldn't let Soraya watch. Yeah, but I went up to her and I said, and I explained to her, hon, okay, you see this thing that's happening in this cartoon? Yeah. This this is a cartoon. None of this happens in real life. These people, what they're doing, is not something you're going to do in real life. See, I, I took it as my, I took it upon myself. Right, but, but you're assuming, but, Ivan, you're assuming that they're going to that you're that. See, the good news is you were there when she was watching it to say that. Right, and there I'm are a lot of days. There are a lot of days where people are watching cartoons. No, there's yeah because the cartoon was the was the electronic babysitter for a lot of people. Well, no, it was there you our go. generation. I mean, we grew right. up watch, you know watching TV. I mean, I yeah. wasn't a latchkey kid, but I was just left to, to my devices, just watching whatever we had and, on the three channels. 
Exactly. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I mean, I came home from school uh, during lunch. I watched my Bozo. I watched Prince Planet. Uh, I watched, the, you know, all this whatever yeah. program. We I knew to... better than to, like, you know, take a yeah. gun and, you know, blow somebody's head off or, 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 or do the yeah. crazy stuff that cartoons do because they're just cartoons. <laughs> But it's a matter of it's it's copying what the cartoons do, and then yeah, yeah, and finding out that yeah, in real life, those are tra- there's tragic outcomes, yeah. and yeah, I'm but not this, saying that. But this creeping, this creeping, this, this slow creep of this cancel culture, it's 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 some of it is a little outrageous, to be honest. Well, and, and, uh, and, 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 and I, I agree with you, Mike. Because some I, feel, of it, I understand why some in some I cases for it. I understand the premise for it, but I feel that it needs needs more research. It needs more examination. It needs uh, a, a better understanding because you know we well, like we, like you said, it's a product of its time. It's a product of its time. Not to say that make that doesn't make it right. I'm not saying it how makes, things were back then. Exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's allowable. And yeah, we should show this and whatever. No, yeah. I'm saying if you're going to present it, make sure you tell people it's a product of its time. Yeah. No point in know that it's right. a product. So I think we of- can move on from this subject. Well, but the point, oh, but the only thing is, is it's funny because you sat there and said, well, now they're slapping disclaimers on stuff. Well, that's why they're slapping disclaimers on it because it was a product of a different time. And how do I deal with this? Well, okay, I slap a disclaimer on it. There you go. Yeah, that's that's, why, that's for, why on the Muppet yeah. Show you see Johnny Cash singing Ghost Rider behind a Confederate flag. Right. You know, right. Well, and you know what? You know, back, back you know what? Yeah, I, I could see where that would be found offensive by somebody for someone today. If a parent is sitting there and happens to be watching their kid watching the Disney, Disney Plus, and hey, look, there's a Confederate flag behind Johnny Cash singing something during the Muppet show. I could see where as a parent, I'm like, no, uh-uh. I could see it. I could see that right now Okay. in this day and age. I, I get it. I, it's, it's yes, Ivan, I understand where you're coming from. At the same time, you know, I don't know. I, I do laugh because at the same time, uh, I'll sit there and, you know, but yet, what? But yet, but yet we, could, we could watch, people could watch the Grammys and WAP is acceptable. No, well, depends on who you're talking to. Exactly, it depends on who you're talking to. Done. Depends on depends on who you're talking to. And and, and in fairness, it wasn't exactly fully accept, acceptable. I mean, part of the problem is with that, and and that's the question that keeps coming up. And that's the question that keeps coming up the most. And it's the question I keep wondering about, which is, everything gets pointed towards TV and movies. And mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is what never gets talked about is what's getting played mm-hmm. on radios, mm-hmm. on Pandora, on Spotify, and all right. this kind of stuff. Nobody's uh-huh. talking about that stuff. That no. stuff seems to be like off limits. It's all and, like- well, when they when Al Gore or Tipper Gore slapped that warning label yeah. on the CDs, they figured that was enough. Yeah, right. you know what the funny part of it is about that label? Nobody the paid funny part of forget forget paid attention to it. You know what that label did for anybody who was explicit? Sold millions of more records. Well, yeah, because yeah. it made it, it was it made, made a forbidden fruit. Yeah, exactly. 
made the unobtainable obtain more obtainable. I mean, the fact the fact that M and M's M and M stuff was considered was labeled explicit content. Of explicit content. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, that that absolutely. Two live crew. I mean, there's a lot of people where it well, was yeah. like, okay, this is the explicit yeah. comment. You know. Yeah. Wu Tang Clan, like the like the clip I sent you with the cartoon, Wu Tang Clan. You know, it's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah. See, but this so so it's a double it's a double edged sword. Where no matter how you slice it, you know, somebody's gonna get hurt. You know. Well, like I yeah. said, but yeah. So all right, so there's that. Um, where were we going? Uh, did we have anything else to? So you were um, talking about where. Couple of news items. This well, obviously this week, uh, Justice League and the uh, series premiere of Falcon Winter Soldier drop. But a few other little things. Um, I guess Bruce Campbell is bringing back the Evil Dead. Yeah, but my understanding is, is he's just a producer. He's not going to be. And he won't be in it. Oh. He's not going to be in it. Well, he feels like it, it, it. He's done everything he needs to do with it. Um, I'm not. And I, I, here's the thing. I think that at some point that could happen. But it sounds like they want to re they want to relaunch and reboot. The question I have is, I'm curious if it's a continuation of all that or if it's just a full on reboot. Yeah, if but, it's a, if a passing of the torch, maybe. Who knows? I don't think it's going to be a passing of the torch. I think there might be something, like, but yeah, I don't. I don't I, who could who could play the next Ash? You know. Well, I don't think it's going to be an Ash. I think it's going to yeah. be a. I think they're going to go woman. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, sure. I think they're. I think they're going to go with a woman to play the lead. So, so they're going to look for some ass, did you say? Yeah, I guess it would be more like ass than ass, yeah. <sighs> um, <sighs> there's your culture. Face, face palming so hard right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, this week marks, marks the anniversary of the opening of the first Lum El Nadi's restaurant. 50 years, baby. Wow. March 17th, 1971, Lou Malnati opened the first pizzeria in Lincolnwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lincolnwood. Lots of memories in Lincolnwood. Mm-hmm. First Burger that King, Cityland, yeah. Beauty Discount World. Lots of memories in Lincolnwood. Well, it's funny because that's really not – honestly, that's really down the street from me. That's no more than five, five, ten minutes from me right yeah. now. Um. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna share that now. I was playing in the backyard when I was a kid, but right where you live, yeah, because I went to, I went to Lincolnwood a lot when I was a kid with the family. You know, well, I mean, like if I li- I lived in the Morton Grove Skokie area, so that wasn't far at all. I mean, it's right there. I mean, that's why I always yeah. laugh when certain people like make fun of Lumalnati's, and it's like, oh, that's not real Chicago pizza. It's like, well, if you lived <laughs> around, if you lived around Lincolnwood, Skokie, and Morton Grove, and then that neck of the woods. Yeah, Lou Malnati's was definitely where you went. The yeah. only thing was, that's the one Lou Malnati's, ironically, that does not deliver. It's the original. So, yeah. go figure. And, you know, and it's funny because I see a lot of people cracking wise about, oh, you know, uh, calling Chicago pizza. Oh, it's a casserole. It's a <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, my, yeah. favorite is, my favorite the- is... This- New York pizza doesn't hold up. Sorry, folks. Let me tell you something. If you can what? sit there and you can walk while you're eating pizza, it ain't fucking pizza. It ain't fucking pizza. Thank you. Hashtag Chicago pizza. strong. And yeah. not only that, not only that, it's like if you have to fold it over, that's not pizza. That's, that's a not- sandwich. 
No, that that that's, that's a, a calzone. That's a, that's a calzone. A, right. Oh, right. It's a pizza pizza taco. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I swear to God, people in New York just don't fucking understand what a pizza looks like. That's right. I just laugh. I mean, and I'm not even talking about. I mean, I'll at least in Chicago now. There's a debate about tavern style versus deep dish. Okay. Either way, here's the thing, and I laugh because both sides start. I've seen lately where both sides are sniping at each other, and the irony is. Here's the thing. As much as we snipe at each other, both are still fucking better than that New York garbage. Oh, tell me about it. No, I'm with you oh, there. Yeah. I've, let me, oh, God. I, when I lived in New York for several years, when I lived in Rochester, God. It's, what I, it's what greasy, I, too. It's really greasy. Well, it's just not good. It's just not good. I mean, when I was in Rochester, I was begging to find myself some Chicago-style pizza. And then, of course, oh, they had to – I had the, they had the nerve, oh Chicago style pizza, and of course you know, oh and then my like, hey Ivan, I found you some Chicago style pizza. I'm like, oh boy, I'm, I go in there, and I, 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 you know, and I'm looking at it, and it's just like this, this shiny greasy top of the cheese, you know, uh, the edge is like, was on top, and and it's just you know it's just hard, and then and then you know they're breaking it together and just like folding it, then you're putting yeah. your mouth. And the grease is falling on both sides of your yeah. mouth. Yeah. Well, did they have Chicago style deep dish at Judy's Pizzeria though, Ivan? Uh, no, they had they had a double they had a double stack like a uh, double crust. Oh, double! I know the double decker. We know we are aware of the double decker pizza. Yes. Yeah, that we are. Which I think I the funniest was a bad pizza. So I know the funniest thing was the funniest thing was when it's, when I was up in Ver. So that one first year when I got out of high school, I was up in Vermont for a year. And they don't know what the fuck pizza looks like up there. Uh, <laughs> except for except for that they had Pizza Hut and they had deep dish. That's the closest I got to deep dish. And we went down, we were in, we went down to Springfield, Mass. And they happened to have an Uno's. And I was like, oh my God, finally some real fucking pizza. Oh, oh thank pizza. God. Oh. So they have, they have an Uno. We walk in there. I look at the menu. And it was funny because I got friends. I'm like, I'm going to show you what real pizza is. This is what real pizza is. And we walk in. I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like looking at the stuff at the menu. I'm like, that, 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 what the hell is this? And, and it was funny. So the waitress comes up. And she's like, and it's like, yeah, our friend lo- loves your, says your guys got me. I said, I don't know what the hell this is, but this is an Uno's pizza. And she looks, she looks at me. She goes, you're from Chicago, aren't you? <laughs> and I said, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. This is they license out the name in, 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 for Uno's, and it's Shane. It's not like we're what you're used to. I said, ah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh god. And I was like, why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Uh, you know, why would you deceive me like that? Pizza love well, again deceived me like that. Well, it was just <laughs> funny because it was like it was funny because immediately by reaction, it must happen enough. It must have happened enough times that somebody oh. from the Chicago area had walked into like Springfield, Mass at this mall where they had this Uno's and been like, "Oh my God, finally some Chicago pizza! What is this? <laughs> this is the what is this menu? This is not where I find it. Uno's? What the hell is this?" You know, you know what's also uh, not found anywhere else that's good, that's great in Chicago, Italian beef. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, you can't find you can't find Italian beef. Really oh, you can't find Italian beef anywhere else but in Chicago. I mean, uh, and, and, and I believe it's a strictly uh, Chicago thing. Well, we got Vienna. The only thing is, the only thing is, now that Portillo's is um, branching out into the Midwest, Italian beef's becoming a thing other places. Well, yeah, but but you know, it, uh, did, but do you think it's going to fall the same way the the Pizzeria Uno situation happened? I mean, is it as good? I as don't know. Chicago? I have no idea. I just had yeah. an Italian beef for dinner tonight. We had uh, Ditka's. Oh. He had his own brand of Italian beef. It's really good. Yeah, Mike Ditka had fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dick Dick Ditka the hard on Ditka the this. Oh, Mike Ditka has everything. <laughs> You know, Mike Dicka Jr. used to live in my building in Deerfield. I know. Mike Dicka, I Mike Dicka, the pizza, the penis pump. Mike Dicka, the hair, <laughs> the hair toupee. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they yeah. had bloody fucking Mary. Someone's getting a call. Sorry, not me. Yeah, that was me. Uh, yeah, Mike Dicka's bloody. Uh, Mike no. Dicka's calling you, Ivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they've come to take me away now because I'm talking about their son. Yeah. Mike Dicka, Mike Dicka, the anal cream. Mike Dicka, the you know. Mike Dicka, uh, the bloody remix. Mike Dicka, the cigar. Which that's yeah. what they used to me at Christmas. Uh, Mike Dicka Jr. would like give me this box, and it was like filled with Mike Dicka Bloody Mary, Mike Dicka cigars, Mike Dicka the, all of this merchandise. Uh, you know, I, I should have well, saved. Saying some- if you guys are in your local right, grocery store, check out Dicka's Italian beef. It's it's pretty good. Right, not, not right. it's right next to the Dickus anal cream, you know. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no. Now, now I'm face palming. Oh come on, <laughs> dude. If there's one, I mean, I swear to God, the people. If there's one guy in this town who, oh man, man, Holy look, man. one man. fucking, one, you won one team Super Bowl, and then you screwed up everything else for years. And that guy still is revered like he's a fucking king in this town. And he's well, a he, freaking... He's making commercials. Man, he sold out so bad. Of course he, he did. Poor guy's got to pay rent somehow. Well, no, that's yeah. more, there's paying rent. There's paying rent and, and then here's my Bentley. Fuck you. Well, then, then of course, you know... you. <laughs> Maybe Ditka should get the Johnson instead of Punky Blossom. Uh, yeah. yeah, Dickus Johnson. Dickus uh, Johnson. There you go. I think it gets to Johnson. <laughs> All right. Um, we're running long today. We got any other quick little news we want to comment on real quick uh, before we out, well, out of here? Do we have anything? Do we have? We actually had stuff. We weren't going to. Were we going to talk about shit? I don't know. Um, just about the uh, Caitlin Kuko is going to play Dorse Day. Yep. That was one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and. Uh, so the other thing was, apparently, in the during the pandemic, uh, what was the stat number? They were doing stats on, and since a year since the pandemic, about um, here it is, Dungeons and Dragons. This is from CNBC, and it's CNBC of all places. Not we actually got a real, like a real source. It's not from comicbook.com. dot com. Really? Not from comicbook.com. <laughs> so according to this, Dungeons and Dragons in twenty twenty. In 2020, Dungeons and Dragons saw a 33% jump in sales. Um, trying to look and see. Um, I mean, granted, part of it is, is everybody's in, but I mean, 
that's that it continues to grow at mm-hmm. RPGs continue to grow. And, um, the interesting part was, I guess magic, magic had a good year. The, the TC, the TG, the TCG physical card game. Yeah. I guess they had a good year too. I guess they, they, had, they brought, they were up 23%, which I was surprised about to see. Well, between um, Stranger Things and all the YouTubers playing D and D online, all the uh, all the all the movie stars and stuff doing games, and right. you know, up there too. <laughs> Club, Clubhouse has Clubhouse has a has a has a room for D and D where they're teaching people. They, some days they're teaching people to play D and D. Sometimes they're they're playing a game and people can listen in and all that kind of stuff. So how yeah, people, it's how can people get on Clubhouse? You got to have an iPhone. It's a secret. You gotta have an iPhone, or you gotta have an an, uh, an, an Apple iPad device, or something like an Apple device. You have to have an Apple device, right? Yeah, now. because I, I wanted to tell some stories too, and I'm like, uh, and he says you gotta have a phone. I'm like, boo hoo hoo. I was sad, but you know, I guess I have to get an iPhone. <laughs> well, eventually, eventually. Um, but yeah, so um, I think what the else? only other thing we got before we go is um, any any. So obviously next week we got two things. I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through because I am gaming um, yeah, on this, Saturday. This weekend is game night and Saturday, and then I work all day Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get through all of Justice League. But of course we'll watch no. the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. That'll be easy. That'll be easy. But yeah, four and hours. Screw you, Avatar, for unseating Endgame. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the other one. That, which yeah. is thank you, China. China opened up their theaters and they needed something to play, so they played Avatar and it uh, knocked and knocked Endgame out of the first place again. So well, it would eat that out. I mean, even Endgame kind of cheated and put it back in theaters just before it went to DVD, just to boost the well, numbers. Well, you know just that's enough. coming next, right? You know that's coming, which is that they're going to put that back out on in theaters to see if they can eat the numbers a little bit. But. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I like I said, but yeah, I don't the, know if we're gonna get through. I'll try and get through all of Justice League in time for man, next week. That's gonna be four hours. Mm. So I, I so I guess so. The propaganda is out there now too, which is which is you got a whole lot of people talking about. Oh, it's so wonderful! It's amazing. Plan it up. Yeah. I mean, I and my favorite is I have yet to. Here's the part where I get I get suspicious. Uh-huh. I have yet to see a bad review. I have yet to see anybody go. This sucks. Okay, uh-huh. that there's nobody saying this sucks makes me suspicious. Now the only thing was I did. Uh-huh. And the funny part was a lot of the stuff I've seen so far, nobody's like at a name place or it's like just fans talking about it that who have somehow magically seen it. Um, yeah. The only one I've seen is Variety has a review and that guy was just gushing, but. I don't know. I, I, I look. I'll be honest. If it turned, uh, hey, I'll eat crow. If it's good, I'll I'll sit there and say, hey, you know what? It's good. It's great. But the fact that like they're already running the full court press, but the, but I don't know. I mean, the truth is, they already won. They already won. I mean, they got this thing put out. The buzz is high. People. The real question is, how many people? Are paying to get and to get HBO Max to come out and watch this thing. All right, that's that. That becomes the question. 
Yeah, people uh, just paid for one month just so they could see Wonder Woman 84. Now they're going right. to re-up it if they want to watch Justice League. I don't know. Uh, right, although, uh, although it's funny because if they re-up right now... Oh, go ahead, sorry, Ivan. It almost sounds like they space it apart just to keep the money coming in. Like, duh. Right. Yeah. Well, and here's the interesting thing. And this is the thing that I would... And it's funny. This is how I would have I would have promoted it a little bit differently, which is, hey, if you haven't paid... You could get for this month that you pay right now to see Justice League. You also get because I think Godzilla Kong is the following week. That's the end of the month, right? So it's like two for one, which is hey, you know what? You can pick up Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong too. So if you're looking, that's this is a good time to pick back up this, to pick up HBO Max. But right. the fact that they're running all these front rate movies, people are still keeping. Like I said, I I happen to be an AT and T subscriber. I get it. If I wasn't getting it, I don't think I'd pay to see Justice League. I don't think I'd pay. Mike, I don't, I don't know. I know Mike's getting it for through something yeah, I, too. I've, we've got it through uh, our system. So, right. You know, if if, we, if you and I didn't have it, would we pay for it? I don't think so. It's not going to be in theaters at all. Right. But would you and I? Would you or I ever pay for pay fifteen bucks for the month to for this? That's for the one thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think There's so. more to I it. Mean, you know, there's a lot of more DC content I really should dig into on HBO Max. Right. Well, and that's, I think that's the answer to it. No, I wouldn't pay $15. Maybe if, if I had a, you know, if, if we didn't, if we if were in a world without COVID, I'd invite a few friends over and we'd all chip in. We'll watch it. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. different. But it's funny because like you just said, the real key is the answer that you just said, which is okay. I'm really not just paying for Justice League. I'm paying for Justice League, and I can get to some other content Lots too other if stuff, I wanted actually. to. Right, right. Which, which is the real, which is the real answer to the question. Which is, is it a catalyst? Actually, that's the other question. The other question is, all right, people pay for Justice League. Did they pay? Did they then pay the next month after Justice League to continue? Right. Because well, I, you know, well, all we can do is we could just. But let's hope it's good, and we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, and we're gonna we're gonna see it. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. That's that's kind of where we're at at this point. Is it's like, hey, look, if it's good, if it really is good. Okay. Uh, although I will say, I will say, you know, there's already begun. It's interesting. There's already pressure on. Oh, it's good. It needs to be continued, which would be interesting, because. If it's really that good, and it really does pop a huge number, you know, what's really interesting about this whole thing is, you know, all this stuff that's been going on with Ray Fisher, and if they really want to continue this on, and, you know, I hate to say it, Warner executives will turn on shit on a dime. They really will. And, And they'll leave certain people out in the cold if they think there's money to be made. So they might turn around and basically totally back Ray Fisher and then knock a whole bunch of people out too, like the guy who's in charge now, like Walter Hamida, and even although I, I gotta be honest, Johns has done so much for the D, for DC Comics, well, yeah. and for Warner Brothers. You can't. I don't know that you could really do that. I mean, I mean, I just don't know how you would do it because you, you can't. I mean, I mean, he's he's too. I mean, he's too involved in a lot of projects even now that that are big time projects for them and. Yeah, this this whole thing was a. I don't know, I don't know. 
It, it'll be really something. It'll be really something, though, if well, somehow in the end. It'll be it'll be uh, the wait and see situation and see where it goes from here, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I think that'll do it. Ivan, what are you doing this weekend? You spinning? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, well, I mean, it's going to be too late for uh the the broadcast time because it'll be Wednesday when this uh broadcast drops. Yes. But but uh as far as as far as uh Wednesday is concerned I'm doing a Temple House. I'll be doing rhythm blues jazz and R and B. Uh and uh let's see then uh, f- uh let me see and then Sunday, next Sunday that's uh, and, and, and and correct me, it's Mother's Day next Sunday, right? Mother's Day's in May. No. May, in May? Hey, why do I keep Oh that's because in Britain, they just had Mother's Day, so I keep thinking it follows it here for some reason. I don't know. That, that, Mother's you know, Day is in May, is in is in March in Britain. Yes, it is. Wow, it's called, it's called Mothering Day. Okay, and it it just passed. Yeah. Okay. So, so being said, yeah. So yeah, next week I'll be on the uh, the spinning wheel. You know, uh, that'll be three o'clock p.m. here, nine o'clock p.m. in the UK. Uh, that'll be on Twitch Television, uh, HTTP, uh, Twitch at you know Javin Avin, and um, uh, also uh, I'm I'm thinking about opening up a Rivera Random Records. It's it's still in the works. I'm gotta really I gotta really write up some very careful verbiage as far as like the uh, the bylaws and everything because of the fact that well you know having they had a page before and had it be the clusterfuck that it became. Uh, I just don't want that happening again because also too, because we've read random records. Basically it's going to be a, it's going to be, it's going to be the wild west. I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm probably going to, it's probably going to light. I'm probably lighting a few fires and everything. I've sent you the, uh, the poster, which I'm glad you, you know, you liked, but you know, I'm uh, going against a lot of people. I sent that poster out to like, a uh, hundred different people, and so far, uh, I have gotten uh, responses uh, to say, "Yeah, you know, you sh- you should do it." But then I've got even just as many responses saying, "Well, you know, certain things about it for what you're trying to do, the picture doesn't represent what it is you're going after." True. And uh, so it's just like, okay, well, now I gotta more than likely I'm gonna end up doing a redesign on the poster and put that one out, and then if I get the if I get the bylaws where it, it gets to most everybody, because I know I'm not going to get everybody. And, and and the thing is, you know, in these times that we live in, uh, you know, I just my big concern is the fact that I just don't want anybody coming into the page. And then, you know, somebody says something and then all of a sudden, you know, people are getting feelings are getting hurt. Uh, because I'm thinking, I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, this is a page where all adults here. I don't have to sit here and police everybody or well, tell sounds, everybody. Sounds like you got to do some soul searching first. Yeah, so I'm okay. going to do some searching all about right. it, what I'm going to do with it. But for right now, you know, that's the only other okay. thing I might next to waiting for my next shot. And then also too, I've gotten word from uh, Logan Arcade and everything, and that they're thinking about bringing their disc jockeys back. I might be doing, a, I might be going back. To doing the, uh, the the first and the third Sunday of the month for Logan Arcade. Yeah, uh, once once you're vaccinated, yeah. Well, yeah, once I'm vaccinated, yeah. but then also okay. uh, they want me to do a Twitch tree presentation for their Friday and Saturday. We're going to see if I, that pans out. We'll see what happens there. And yeah, well, that's about it. That's that's, that's pretty much all okay. I might have. You doing? What are you doing, uh, Jeff? You know, coming up. Well. For- uh... 
this coming Sunday night, uh, we will I'll be debuting on Clubhouse a new show, 9.30 Central Time. It's about an hour. We're going to call it Sunday Night Stories. Kick back, relax, put up your feet, hang out, grab a craft beverage, or grab a brew, whatever you want. Smoke a, smoke a joint if you wish. Just sit back, relax, and check out some personal stories. We're going to bring – we'll be a four storytellers that are coming in that are going to tell some personal stories. And uh, like I said, that's Sunday night on Clubhouse. If you've got an iPhone and you've got the club, you can get to the Clubhouse app. You can join us. You can check that out. That'll be starting this this week. And so every week on Sunday night will be Sunday Night Stories, uh, hosted by yours truly, Jeff Stein. And uh, just to give perspective, this week's storytellers, just to get an idea uh, for the opening night. Uh, yeah. Gonna see if I can get a hold of uh, Soraya. She's got the, she's got an iPhone and everything. I'd like to come check it out. So that'll be cool. So, so opening night, we're gonna have we're gonna have Teresa Pusker. We're gonna have Anthony Waite. We're gonna have Adita Surendra, and the one and only Sporty King. Names probably you may not know, but you might want to and might want to get to know and hear what they have to say and check out what they've got in their what they got to say. Uh, definitely it'll be a lot of fun and, uh, boy, I gotta tell you, I, I, I've, I've started to work on some of these shows for upcoming shows. Boy, we're getting a lot of people who want to come in and tell stories. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Some people, people know, some people don't, nobody, I don't know if we've got anybody yet. Super, super famous. One of these days we will, but in the meantime, right now, you know, just come in and have a good time and listen to some stories. I'd lo- I would lo- I would love that. So you know, if I you know if I can get a situation with an iPhone and everything like that, I might want to still join you for for some of that too. Because you know, I got a I got a story or two. I know. can borrow you my iPod Shuffle. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. That's not gonna work. No, <laughs> wrong technology, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. I got a 3GS lying around here, maybe from 2011. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could work. I mean, if the iOS is fully updated, I guess it could work. (laughs) Uh, It certainly would be. uh, I can do the thing. Well, (laughs) why is why is this video in 480 uh, DP? Well, in fairness, in fairness, the good news is it's not video at all. It's all audio. Audio. Okay. So it's 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 not. that's not oh, really so. an issue. And my understanding is, you know, soon I shouldn't say soon. They're telling they're telling people anybody who's talking that the non iPhone users will probably be probably be getting in in about six months. You know, they started this technology, and it was easier to do it with iPhone than it was anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's caught it's caught on and it's gotten popular. And it's funny because I kind of oh, laugh they, because. They end up with one for Android that I'm in, man. Well, they'll eventually they'll make it so Android can get in, but um, yeah, you know they they still got a lot of. I mean, they're still technically in beta. I mean, I laugh. They got 10 million people on this thing, and they're still in beta. Um, um, I like, uh, big- like hmm. but yeah, like I said, the craziest thing about, and then we gotta go. I know the craziest thing about about Clubhouse is this: you never know what you're gonna walk into. Or who's walking around, or who's around, and and who you can rub elbows with 
Cause it, it, and it's crazy that way because you really can run into just about anybody in Clubhouse. And when I say that, like it was funny, they were having a um, they were having the black the for Clubhouse they were having uh, the black town hall meeting, and I it was funny I was I you know I was just kind of looking at names of people who might be in there. One of the names that's there, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, no way. Nope, it really is the real MC Hammer. Wow. Uh, Hammer. Or the other night. Or wow. the other night. Or the you other know, night. Speaking of that, you know who's making the rounds again? I mean, there was an interview with Howard Stern, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, well, because what's his name? Because they did the movie. Yeah, Arsenio's doing the press for uh, Coming for to America. Coming to America, Coming to America too. Yeah. Okay. But okay. like, like there was one night there was a room I didn't even write, like somebody I knew who was in it, and there was a. Somebody I knew was in it, and it, there was a weird name of a room, and I went in there, and I'm like, okay, that voice sounds familiar. It's Lindsay fucking Lohan. Wow. You know, running running the room. Or Tiffany Haddish pops in all the time. Um, who else? They did um, they did a room last week, the 30th anniversary of um, of New, York, New Jack City, and Ice-T's in there talking and telling stories about shit. Uh-huh. Um, Michael, Michael Chiklis was there doing – they did a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion from FX – so he was in there and a bunch of people from and CCH Pounder was in there talking about the shield. So, I mean, it's crazy. People wander in all the time from all kinds of places. And um, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's wild because you never know who might pop into a room and go, hey, how are you? I'm here. Or, hey, guess what? So um, not saying that anybody's going to show that one of those people going to show up on my thing. Just that you never know. Uh, dude, but never say never. Yeah, when you put the law of attraction out there, you'd be surprised what you bring back into you. Yep, but we'll see. Speaking of seeing, where can people see to find us? They will find us on YouTube. They can click the bell, subscribe. You know, when you get new content, you'll get notifications. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. You can download the show on your usual podcast hosting platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and a couple of smaller ones like Breaker and such. You can email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. That's where you get all our extra funny stories and all our geek stories that we talk about usually. And it's on the uh, Squares Roundtable Facebook page. And, of course, that'll follow our side hustle, News of the Squared. That'll drop on Fridays. Ivan is on twitch.tv at Java and Ivan. Uh, Jeff is on Steinamite Productions at... Google, Facebook, uh, what is it? Uh, all the stuff. Uh, all the Twitters and the Instagrams and the Facebooks. It's Dynamite Productions. House. So, yeah, and Clubhouse. In the club, and the Clubhouse. In the, yeah. He's in the Clubhouse. He's with in the, the cool kids in the cool club. And by the way, good on you, Jeff, man. That's great. I'm happy for you, yeah. too. And congrats to you, too, for getting your COVID vaccine. Yay. So, and, um, and, of so, course, yeah. well. And to all good things we're gathered here, we hope that all good things come together for you, Abby. So uh, until next time, take it easy and uh, have you come on and dig your wig here at the squares of the round table. We'll catch up with you next time. <laughs>